0: You're now locked into the Vinyl Collective podcast hosted by Topper and John. The content you're about to hear may range from spitting absolute facts to borderline blasphemous. So if
1: any of the following rattles you, please take your concerns to your nearest burner account, because I promise you, these guys don't give a damn. Welcome back. You're here with us. You know, you could be anywhere. You know, we're, we're back here, you and me, you and I. Uh, to speak about music for another hour and a half or so. So yeah, thank you for coming. As always, you got me, your host off air with me, uh, on the other side of my black mirror is Jonathan Reynolds. Um, yeah, a little fact about John. Yes, we're bringing that back. Um, so I think it's not it's not prime information. It's pretty probable information if you you've got eyes. So when I met John, one thing that really surprised me about him was that he had. Uh, Earpieces in both ears, and I thought oh, a bit weird. For <laughs> someone from um, a suburban part of southeast London, but you know, I left it. And then he said, "Oh yeah, he's really into hip hop." I was like, mm, this, "This feels a bit weird, is not it?" But something's off know, it <laughs> Yeah, but um, you know, I'll leave it for now. And then, because it's the ones you just you keep, you observe it, you keep track of it. Um, so yeah, I think I think one thing that John kind of benefits from from um, the podcasting for the audio, I guess sometimes you guys don't really see the way he kind of comes into these episodes so um you know progressively over time he's been kind of dressing a bit differently like i've noticed i was looking back at pictures like oh, damn what just, is this john, yeah like john's a bit just a little bit darker mate and then he came in today he's wearing like a chain and, I, and i'm not saying john can't wear chains i'm not saying chains are attributed to any sort of a, a demographic <laughs> i just it's a bit it's a bit strange like you know and he's he's really into hip-hop and all that stuff and then um One thing I kind of realised, so like, obviously I think, yeah, obviously if you follow John's account, he is a huge libertarian, right? Obviously you live your life and you can do what you want. Um, But then I used to think it was just him, just, you know, kind of interest in, you know, social politics and, you know, the way in the world. I thought it was just that. but then I realised, realised, sorry, you know, when I put it all together, shit. So, you know, as we all know, John is a big fan of the underground scene and what is the one thing the underground scene has? It's pain, isn't it? Like, they grew up in struggle. They've grown mm. up in poverty and oh. adversity. So he did, he, you know, he worked really hard and I realised, mean, shit, he's, you know, he learns a lot about this stuff because, you know, eventually one day, he, he told me he did some private but I felt like it was my duty to kind of get it out there to the people where he's really doing this as a proxy to kind of uh, develop an identity for himself for when he kind of finally you know built up the courage to um, email the alchemist to produce his next album so that's where we're at at the moment um, <laughs> that I've, decided, was a long one. I've decided to still do the episode I just you know you know with your friends you can't just cancel them and a you just gotta give them warnings um, so here we are uh, I, I did have to remind John John like I understand you love black music but you yeah. are from fucking like Bromley mate like <laughs> there's a limit but um, you know that's what friends are for, aren't they? So, how you doing, John?
0: I'm doing good. Thanks for thanks for accepting me in this in in the realm, the realm of a uh, vinyl collective. Obviously, Toppy missed it, but this is obviously your weekly journal on the hip hop and R and B landscape. Uh, that was a hell of an intro. I hope you get the reference. Um, yeah, before you go anywhere, uh, you need to obviously subscribe if you're on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Uh, leave a comment on the video if you're listening on. Spotify, cool, good, well done, you've chosen the right streaming service, if you're on Apple Apple Music, <laughs> Apple Podcast, uh, you can probably subscribe on there as well, leave us a review, leave us a comment, at the moment there's just one very lovely comment on there, um, but yeah, add, add another review, um, you can follow us on Twitter at TBC Pod and Instagram, Vinyl Collective Pod, email us, vinylcollectivepod at gmail.com and yeah, let's, let's kick off with the spotlight artists this week, it's a good okay. choice. I'll preface it with that.
1: Okay, cool. So this week we have South London's very own. Uh, forgive me if I get it wrong. You know, obviously I'm a Nigerian myself. So, um, a uh, Jeremy. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm saying it right. Uh, so she is. I'm not sure how old she is. I think she's in her early twenties. Uh, she's from Broccoli, Southeast London. Uh, she is an R&B singer, of course. Um, so I guess in terms of r singer, I think. One thing I realised, John, is that the term R&B single is so broad nowadays because the soundscape rB R&B is just mad diverse. But with um, Jeremy, I'm going to try and say it less times. I don't want to butcher the fucking name. But um, with her, she kind of decides to kind of go with a very nostalgic 90s. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of what you know and love. Very standard, archetypical R&B sound. Um, how I heard of her, so obviously my boy, Jay Strings, Josh, shout out to you. Um, he mm-hmm. produced her latest single, um, Jet Set? Jet Set. So I, I've, I've had tabs on her for a while because obviously he's been promoting her heavy and obviously he has vested interest to do yeah. so. So I was, I was like, okay, I'm going to check this artist out. I'm going to check her out. And I've heard a couple who people speak about her in there. Like she's not she's not a nobody. Like, you know, she does have a, a following. Um, and then, yeah, I heard, I think the one song that I heard first, it might have been her Colors. And I was like, yeah. shit no she can she can sing sing like no she's actually fucking sick and then obviously I went into her catalogue listened to her mixtapes and things of that nature and I was like okay you know what No, this is definitely like spotlight artist worthy do you know what I mean so mm-hmm. yeah no Um, I think what I like about her so much is that I don't I think she one, she's a really good songwriter for someone who's starting out and she's one of those people where yes she sounds quite American but it doesn't sound forced it sounds really genuine in terms of her singing capabilities and I think the soundscape that she kind of sits on is just yeah it fits um, her voice and her subject matter really well so yeah um but have you heard of her heard before this or? I hadn't
0: heard of her before no um mm-hmm. the first song was that that uh track you just mentioned mm-hmm. um that was the just first one it. I'd heard mm-hmm. um and yeah great great sound um yeah it's it a good pick I need to go in and listen to the rest of the music as well um but yeah I had no idea that J-strings um had been producing it so
1: yeah, big shout out to him. Yeah, so I think, yeah, this is a debut tape that came out last year. So, this was um, before I break down. Yeah, so just a bit of context, guys. It's, it's just interesting, right? So, she literally had um, so she it was off her f- third EP called For You. Um, she had like a breakdown. Uh, this is just before pandemic, so it's not anything pandemic related, but it hospitalized her. So, she was just not doing Damn. music, right? Yeah. Um, uh, she was ill, suffering from mental health issues, stuff like that. And then, obviously, she kind of took the time out came back with this um mixtape for i breakdown, and mm-hmm. it's really good actually for someone who's like just by themselves she has one thing i think she's a um musician as well not like not singing she like actually yeah. plays instruments but there's one song called mansa's interlude and the whole song is instrumental and it actually sounds so beautiful it's like shit like so now you've got someone who can you know is legit you know a musician as well so um mm-hmm. tangerine dreams as well yeah i think i think she's exciting i think there's something about her like it, she just seems genuine. Like, well, I think sometimes when I hear UK R&B singers, it just seems like you're trying to be someone else. It Yes, the sound is quite similar, but it doesn't seem like she's trying to be anyone else. And I think that's what interests me about her. So yeah, yeah definitely sure. check her out. Uh, man, my two songs are Jet Set and Often Enough. Yeah, I think it's one of the few colours, I think it's, I think she's going over the vocals, but that's by the by. But it's one of the few colours I'm like, no, no, she's legit. It's not some, any person. Mm. So yeah, because
0: Because we do know the colours, they just... <laughs> give it to anyone yeah i think you've i think that's one thing actually you've got you've got a colors performance coming up haven't you you'll you'll be on there oh yeah performing yeah, yeah. yeah they'll get yeah, they'll get on. get us down there shortly yeah, no um <laughs> but anyway um before we get on to the to the main event of this intro um a few other artists that have been releasing recently um wiki had an album i know he, he like to joke about all these underground artists I mentioned. Wicked, <laughs> another great rapper. Uh, new project produced by Navy Blue, if you're interested. He was a spoiler artist we had on recently. Um, really good production. Uh, you might listen to this and be like, it's all just loops, but it's good production, trust me. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, Navy Blue raps on a few songs as well. I think Can't Do This Alone is a highlight for me. Um, definitely go check that out.
1: Jewels. Um, Let's talk about Jules yeah our boy um he was one of our spotlight artists quite mm-hmm. early on i think you're the one who put him on there yeah and uh whew, yeah i was i was coming into this i was super excited because i heard color and i was like fuck this is amazing like this yeah. guy is i need to listen to him um so yeah, give it a listen um i think one thing i'll say about jules he knows how to bring people together Ooh, like yes. i think he knows i think he knows how to fit features like in a way that i wouldn't be able to see so um songs like um there was one song that really threw me off, Alarm, that had Pretty yes. Boy Dio and suspect.
0: suspect. OTB.
1: That was cool. I couldn't believe how much I enjoyed this. Because obviously suspect is suspect, isn't it? I the production he put him on, I was like, Whoa, that is next level. Do you know mm. what I mean? But um Yeah, I think I think the album started off quite strong, to be honest. Like, um, close to me with Wizkid. Kid. Uh George the Poet wasn't too annoying. Like, it was a long ass intro, but the, the song is really good, some in the Um, mm. I think the one criticism that I've have heard from people I spoke to about Jules is that maybe some of the production is quite samey, which I can kind of yeah. understand. You know, he's, you know, an Afrobeats, Austin. Awesome. Afrobeats isn't too, uh, it's quite narrow in terms of production. So I, yeah. I understand that. But um, I think overall, I think, the, I think the people on the songs make up for it. To be honest, like, yeah. obviously, Wicked was one of the hit singles. Nux, mm, Sam's Wise Cadiata—that yeah. is just a banging trio. That's yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean. So um, no, I really, I, I actually enjoy. It. I think it's quite enjoyable. Listen, is it like the Earth Shattering album I thought it was going to be? No, but it's still his first album. So yeah, yeah. that's just me just being annoying. But um, what do you think?
0: Yeah, definitely a, like a, a level up production wise. From, I know you're obviously incredibly talented, but I think it it took me by surprise how. Does how, how he kind of brought the people together, like you're saying, um, I th- yeah, I think produ- that that's one of the things of production, right? Like of someone mm-hmm. that facilitates um, yeah. artists on beats that you might not hear them necessarily on, or um, yeah, just like good with people as well. <laughs> like, yes, <laughs> yeah, legit. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is a nothing to kind of scoff at at all. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, brilliant project. Definitely, definitely go check that out. Uh, James Blake, have you heard it?
1: I haven't heard it yet You know what it is Like you said Sad white boy music I need to have mm. Like a day to channel that there. Exactly Do you know channel what I mean? it. So I've had I've heard mixed things I'm not going to put it Into the university yet Because I need to sort of Take it in But yeah I will listen I just need like a night When I'm just mm. in the room In the dark yeah.
0: To take it in
1: But what, what, have you heard it I, You've definitely heard it I've heard it
0: once things. I'm going to hear it again In a few days um, Let's say it wasn't all that, All that I hoped It was going to be I'll say that Which really pains me to say
1: It really hurts Okay, you know what I'm going to ask you a couple of questions And hopefully you can give me some answers Uh, So there's two features I'm very (laughs) concerned about Uh, So the first one being Scissor And the second one being Jizz How did they sound in that album? Uh, Jizz didn't really give as
0: much energy Maybe as I was expecting him to on it Um, Scissor was Scissor Like it was okay Mm-hmm. As in I wasn't expecting A huge amount From the feature know um, Yeah I don't know What it is about this album The first <laughs> listen Just felt a bit Sorry. Like I You're laughing at me Because you know How invested I am In, in yes. James Blake Yes I just I feel like a really Disappointed like Father or something um, Yeah he's
1: like I just don't know it Like he tries to Hold it together He's like I, yeah. I, I can't Fucking stand it Because the right. single um, What was the single That I loved Um uh, I liked that one of those friends. No friends that break your heart. Yes, yeah. friends that the break T- your heart. The title tracks, like no life is not the same. Sorry, that was a single. Yes. That,
0: again, that's one of the best songs on there. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mm. don't know. I just I was expecting more. It felt like, and I've seen some people saying this as well. Mm. Like he doesn't. It's a bit surface level, if that's even mm-hmm. true to say, which is weird because that's not what James Baker is <clears> known for. But I feel mm. like he doesn't in. He doesn't do as much with the theme as he could Mm because there's a hell of a lot you can talk about with like friends that break your heart. You're like, wow, you could really go on like this incredible Mm -hmm. emotional journey and really delve into some like complex emotions, Mm -hmm. um, just like you can with romantic relationships, with friendships as well. Um, but I just didn't get that from it. Um, Mm -hmm. it might change on the second, third, fourth listen. Um, but first listen, um, I don't know. Yikes. Yeah, it's really upsetting because I'm. A, yeah. <laughs> I love James Blake and I. I want to love it.
1: Um, yeah. It's the thing is, all you know, the worst part is, you know, it's really kind of killed it for me. The other we say that because obviously, normally the correction would be that your James Blake bias would kind of be like a correction, but like okay, it's not as good as John will say it is. Mm. But the fact that you say it's bad, it might even be worse than what you're saying. <laughs> like that's that's how I'm feeling right now. I was like, shit. Like it must have severely kind of missed the mark you know what I mean mm-hmm. but uh, yeah I mean I've heard com- some comparisons to Assume Form in terms of um, Assume Form being better um, which is like oh okay fair enough Assume I mean, Form's not bad but yeah. if it's better then it will mm. yeah maybe it's on a on a steady it's, it's
0: no retrograde it's no um, I need a forest fire mm. um,
1: I, I don't know. know yeah but I mean this is what happens when you get married don't know <laughs> I mean the guys love love isn't it like so, I don't know. Maybe he's just feeling, Maybe he's just like an L.A. job. He, he doesn't have, yeah. like, the, the grimy greyness of London to it's read. It's just like, I
0: can't do yeah. two happy relationship albums in a row. <laughs> it's like, you know, he, really wanted to. You know, he
1: really <laughs> yeah. wanted to. He really wanted to. He probably did, not he? he? probably did. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I'll definitely check this out. will also, you'll be hearing my um, thoughts first. Yeah. Right. So, yeah.
0: Um, so. Who else has been releasing? Oh, Alchemist had a project... I, I didn't really I didn't really enjoy it too much This Thing of Ours It was okay um, Vince Staples and Mike Were on it um, ach, I mean Alchemist release is like a hundred tracks a year So it's okay I If literally. five or ten of them Miss
1: mm-hmm. uh, Yeah I don't
0: It was okay Take it or leave it
1: Fair I mean it's like an EP you know, Like five songs yeah. So, yeah Yeah Do
0: you know what I mean I mean the guy makes Beats for breakfast Lunch and dinner So
1: I literally think At this point the alchemist lucid dreams beats so instead of like you don't just sleep like a little pleb right he's in his dreams just lucid dreaming just thinking yeah so and i think he's literally <laughs> just decided i'm just gonna work and sleep it must yeah. be that at this point in it because how the hell is he doing this like it just doesn't even make sense anymore so yeah the guy is uh the guy's a monster man the guy just yeah mm-hmm. anyways so I, don't, I don't really understand that but fair enough <laughs> let's do it okay cool um right so kind of tied into the intro um so um i'm gonna put this in a segment because i feel like we do this a lot i'm gonna put this in a segment called no one asks for this and who is this for um so obviously i think if you've been a human on social media you probably have heard that um the ex little mix uh singer jesse nelson uh did a song with Nicki minaj you're like what what that doesn't sound. I mean, you might think that sounds right. Cause Lil Mix did collaborate with Nicki Minaj at one point in time, but Jessie Nelson, mate, that's a bit weird. But um, fair enough. And she started her solo career, even though she felt the pressure of being on Little Mix. Fair enough. That's bad by. Hmm. Um. So she's kind of you know. So you know what? This is my breakthrough. I don't get what's going on with singers this day, these days. And you know how there's like fentanyl, like a fentanyl kind of like Ooh. epidemic going right in America. Mm. You know what? <laughs> the way you're that was that, dark. Like that. I don't know if shit is laced over there or what's going on, but like Chloe dropping her, that would not happen on any regular year. But something's in the water, of it. That's just what I'm saying. But um, right. So obviously Jesse Nelson decides she wants to start off a solo career, uh, with a positive note. Um, and have Nicki Minaj and Diddy, Diddy uh, yeah. on her debut song. So it's called Boys because it's a Z, right? Because it's 2021 Zed makes That's everything the, hip Z, the Z stands for for zoomer if you didn't if you didn't catch a drift um there's so many levels you can go into the song right um let's start so, with the
0: fact that this was um like you say it was a it was a breakthrough um you know she's kind of gone through i mean i don't know i'm not gonna make light of whatever mm-hmm. i don't know who knows mental health all this stuff you know mm-hmm. can't not going to be too harsh. I don't know what she's gone through, but mm. she's trying to, you know, self-discover, and she's like, you know what, fuck all that. I'm just going to be myself. I'm going to do what comes naturally. Fuck all the lip fillers and stuff. Mm. Wait, no, sorry, she still does have lip fillers, despite <coughs> saying in the interviews, oh, "I've tried all of that. I've tried, tried being someone else, but I'm just going to be myself." So th- this is whatever you might have thought. This is this is Jessie Nelson. This is the Essex, Caucasian Jesse
1: Nelson. Do you know what's so wild about this? This is the same girl, right? Who could he even do a Jamaican accent? Like, <laughs> oh, like, like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like just from that offset, and that's one of the most that was what, such a popular meme. From that, it's like I really don't believe you, and mm-hmm. I just don't believe you. And you're, you're, you're like, like, if you're gonna
0: try, at least get the accent down. Come <laughs> do on, mean,
1: come like, on. Even, I mean, even Adele could probably do it, Javi. Do you know mean? Like, come on, like <laughs> what the fuck? But um, you know what? Yeah, let's start with the music video, right? So the fact that Diddy references Little Mix when she opens the door, when she's not even in the group, I feel like that's encapsulates that's just, that's how I feel about the whole thing. It's like, he doesn't know what's going on. I'm with you, mate. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> they're you, like, take two. He's like, no, I haven't got time for that. One take. I've got to go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> literally, that's literally what it is, mate. Like, I don't understand. Um, the fact that she kept referencing Timberland Boots, which mm. are just regular boots, mate. Yeah. Uh, grills and Tats. Ooh. You know, it, it just felt like... I don't know. It just, it just felt like something straight out of, like, a Twitter account where the DP's, like, an anime girl. And, you know, it's, like, some girl who has, like... I don't know. She makes, like, TikToks. And she has, like, fucking mood lights in her room. And yep. even there's one lyric... Uh, that says oh I like them tattoos and them gold teeth type to make me feel like a baddie it's Ooh, like yeah. how yeah. old are we are you dating a fraud boy in your first year of uni like where where are we right now mentally like you guys are in your 30s like what the fuck <laughs> I don't understand but um, yeah I mean and the last part right I mean this is the part that just it fucking killed me bro where um, she had an interview with the Guardian right where she said I'm always more attracted to someone who keeps you in my toes which sounds mental but that's what excites me Boy, you know, slow down, Jesse. I mean, pff, I mean, the fact that that might be a bit complicated. I mean, pff, I mean, we might, I mean, we might as well touch the theory of relativity first before we get to why it's so complex that women like fat guys. Like, four oh, slow your roll, mate. Uh, uh, yeah. I just don't understand why it had to happen. There's w- hey, another part that killed me. Sorry far I've done. <laughs> so you know the part, yeah, where Nicki Minaj does her verse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you know those pictures, yeah. when you get those like white males probably middle age and you know those memes where a bunch of gang members will probably surround that guy and take a picture to try and see if he feels uncomfortable Mm -hmm. she felt like she was trying so hard to keep it together for like 40 seconds with these like weird fucking head nods and these facial expressions it's like why are you trying so hard bro like do you know what I mean like literally watch the video she just, does, she just does random shit just to kind of stay... Just, just to not stay still because she just knows she feels so out of place. <laughs> and Nicki Minaj is right on her shoulder. So she stands still and is going to look kind of awkward. I don't really understand what's going on with this. It just feels like a... It feels like she had an experience with an NBA player and it's just expressing itself in sonical form. Mm. Uh, all your thoughts, John.
0: Ooh. I think, first of all, touching on the bit about the bad boy, I just find it so funny that, you know... I've seen so many tweets where they're like the bad boy and it's like her two previous exes are like the most vanilla looking white boys ever. It's Mm. like where where, where are these experiences coming from? Um, (laughs) You're a a white girl from Essex. Um, Cool. Okay.
1: From Romford. From Romford. (laughs) You've got to be specific. Yeah.
0: I mean let's touch on I mean the the clear race problems Mm -hmm. in this Um, like the racial element of it. She's I mean, people use this term a lot, blackfishing. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, the use of it has increased ten hundredfold. Um, and anyone at the moment, it seems, that uh, has a bit of a tan is being called a blackfish, but always been told to blackfish. But this is outrageous. Like <laughs> the lip fillers, the, mm. she she looks like a, a Lil' Kim parody act. Damn, fair enough. I can see it hundred percent uh that the hair the the skin tone the outfit the movements like you're saying the weird facial movements i saw a funny picture of like it's this is one of the problems of podcasts right you can't see what we're doing right now but like the, the <laughs> mouth slightly turned up at the corner and someone's yes, like exactly. the, 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 the face yes. every white person yes. does before they appropriate literally <laughs> it's like like, oh boy something is about to happen um just yeah she's just kind of like all all of these kind of phrases of like baddie and like criminal and tattoo and taboo and all of this just going hand in hand with like black guys and clearly you know she's first of all trying to to kind of act as a black woman but then saying that you know, being black is a bit of a taboo and it's a bit of a kind of exciting experiment for her and all this shit. Driving along in a car with what looks like a white skinhead on one side and then a guy in like plaid with a baseball bat. I don't know, is that her interpretation of what a crip
1: might be? Who knows? Who knows what's going on there? It's just just so many levels, bro. It's Mm. the fact that like, you know what it is, yeah? You can just tell. If Jesse Nelson went to uni... And they did never have I ever. Her glass will be full, because she just hasn't done anything. Like your is she'll be like oh, like um you know uh one time my parents said be you know be in bed by nine, and I went to bed at nine thirty. Hold oh, like I, and I was I mean you know usually I'd get in real trouble for that, but I just thought <laughs> let me push the belt out a little bit. And then push, yes. It's like what is this like? Do you know what I mean? Like who? Especially nowadays where grills are worn by like. Anybody, do you know what I mean? Why are... And tats. Like, the whole thing about tats being a bad boy thing. Like, I know the samples from 2000 and so, but we're not in the year 2000. Like, what, tats being, like, a sign of, Everybody like... Everybody and
0: their mother has a tat.
1: Literally, do you know what I mean? Like, tats are, like... People literally feel like, oh, I'm bored today, let me fuck around and go to get a tat. Like, it's more on that level, Jamie. You know I mean? Like, what is It's not like you're not
0: invited to Christmas now because you have a tat.
1: Like, we've, <laughs> do you moved, mean? On. we've moved on. Do you know what I mean? We've actually moved on. Like, people, a lot of people get tats now. People get tats for all sorts of, like, meetings now. It's like, it's, it's not a thing. Like, I just don't understand. Like, that's what I'm saying. The song just isn't. It's not for me in a sense that it's not for me. Like, I don't think it's for my demographic. I don't think it's for anyone who's actually lived in London, mate. Why or black. Who, no one's going to think, Oh, yeah, she's such a... She's a naughty fucking lassie. She? Like, <laughs> she's a no naughty lassie. <laughs> no one's, no one's going to think that, is it? Like, right. is like it, it feels like she's trying so hard. Like, it doesn't feel natural. Like, the thing is, yeah, if Adele did something like this, she would never. But if she did... We would believe it because she's from Tottenham. And, you know, part of her probably is, you know, embracing that culture. I can't even say it's a black or white culture. It just feels like she wants to be part of hood culture. And that's not your life. Like, where are you getting this from? The worst part, yeah, here's another part. Like it raw, baby, sashimi. That is is a serious low, isn't it? And you know, part of me doesn't really understand whether she's doing this because she doesn't have money. But then if she didn't have money, she wouldn't be able to hire Diddy and Nicki Minaj. But then again, Nicki Minaj is going through some shit right now. So is it the money or is it not? Like, what is going on here? Like, you know what I mean? I'm just stuck in a loop, John. I don't know what's going on. No one knows what's going on. So that's why it's in this segment. No one knows yeah. what's going on. Yeah. You know, I mean, we,
0: it's yeah. it's probably one of the worst moments this year. It's a low point oh, in fact. music.
1: And you know what, yeah, she you know is she probably saw Chloe's Have Mercy and she thought, no, I can do one better no, I, can it, I, I can top that. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I, 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 I can beat that. Do you know what I mean? So like fuck me. The fact that we can now look at Chloe's song and be like, you are not the worst shit that's yeah. come out this year. It's like, oh my Hold God. my hold
0: my spray tan. I can do this. <laughs>
1: yeah. Hold my cosmo, as you'll i on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> um, another segment on we didn't need this and no one asked for this, and who is this for? Uh, tech nine uh yeah you know tech nine he's still around uh people still act like they didn't listen to him and then they were like 15 16. uh <laughs> you know it's all right um so he's released a new song uh called face off i believe uh and it has it has a whole bunch of uh people in the song um so it has a couple I've never heard of but at the end of it and at the start of the video it has um Dwayne the Rock Johnson Yes, you heard that correctly Dwayne the Rock Johnson has made his debut to the rap Sphere kind of because uh, uh, if you've you know, I think John of reference a WWE album where he did Do some rapping. I'm not even gonna spoil that one for you. Just search the internet and find out what that's about um, so when I was in college John, right? um one thing I'll say everyone I think everyone who knows me I'm a big fan of maths right maths is like yeah. one of my first loves mm-hmm. uh and um I didn't do third maths in school so when like the first maths kids would come in and i will be like oh what's all that then and then my teacher just told me one time not not I think he said it in a joking way but he was quite stern I think he said I think he meant more behind this um and he was like oh you have knowledge envy and I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" And it's like, oh, And I, I look it back, as I know like, he was absolutely right. Right? It's like when someone else knows something you don't, you're like, "Fuck, I want to know that thing." I think The Rock just has life envy. Like, I think he just wants to do everything that has mm-hmm. anything to do with life. Yeah. It doesn't even matter at this point, but doesn't mean you should let him do it. Like, you can just tell him no. Yeah, he doesn't have to experience everything there is to experience in life. Um, so here's Tech 9s quote from. Um, I don't know where it's from, and he's for real on this album. Like it's for real. It's not. It's not. It's not. Yeah, it's energy. not a joke. So Tech Nine says this is an energy song. This is going to get people pumped up to lift weights, pumped up for fights, and pumped up for the game. Period. He says, and what better person? <laughs> not Conor McGregor. I don't know him. I know The Rock. So in light of that, John, I should A and R for Scissor. You know, when she wants to make a song that gets people fucking. You know what she should do? She should hire a porn star like Asa Akira instead. Because you know what we're trying to make people do? We're trying to give it to fuck. So why does it get a porn star to do the hook? I don't oh know. I don't know if that makes sense, doesn't it? I don't know. It feels like a YouTube ad, bro. I don't really understand what's going on. I thought it was going to bring out like some fucking link spread at the end. <laughs> Have you seen this video?
0: Uh, I haven't seen. I've seen clips. I've seen the rock clips. Um... But he said, I mean, quotes from The Rock about it. He said, when when Tech texted me, I knew I'd make this work. Um, he said it's because it felt, he wouldn't he wouldn't just do it for the sake of it. He said it because there was something real, it feels real and authentic.
1: Oh, uh, you know, he's rubbing those like fucking blue notes on his face. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Oh, it feels so, <laughs> Oh, it's, it's nice and crispy. Like someone just took off the subway. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know what? It feels real right, Tech. Thanks for that one, mate. Thanks. It feels real right. There's no way. It. Dreadful, absolutely dreadful. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yours is. I've heard his verse. It's not the writing is not bad. His flow is awful. Oh, absolutely.
0: He's really bad. It's so. This is why you know <laughs> rapping is a profession. Like, is in. I know anyone does rap these days, right? But mm-hmm. in terms of breath control, so many things that you don't think about, and then you try and follow someone's rap verse, and you're like, oh crap, I can't do it the rock can't
1: rap he can't rap (laughs) shock horror draws newsflash the rock actually can't rap he just can't do it apparently i don't really understand like oh my gosh there's just some things like even if the money is there just don't do it like just don't do it like why just get will smith Mm -hmm. i mean (laughs) you've got the money to hire the rock just fucking hire will smith bro like and even at the end he's like thanks to the brother tech nine it's like if it literally just felt like he's like and go and subscribe to my new channel coming out. It just felt like that was coming, like, on the tip of his tongue. It just felt weird. And I, I feel like the whole song was about the rock being in it. Because right at the start, he's like, oh, mm-hmm. let's go fuck shit up. It's like, why is it at the start of your song? Why is it the end of your song? It's your song, bro. Like, what's going on? But um, I don't know, man. The music scene is a very wild place. And it has to be full of so many. It's got to be full of drugs I just don't even know the word of. Because some of these things just don't make sense. <laughs> but anyways, that's just me. Agreed. Um, but yeah, I think we're going to take a short break And then mm-hmm. we'll be back Cool, yeah, see you in a bit All Right, and we're back And we're joined by, you know, a TVC uh, returning Aura oh, views. Uh, I don't know I don't know if Aura's kind of shared this on the show Or people don't know us about Aura But actually, she's actually a massive fan of um, Gordon Ramsay um, I think there was even one time where she got um, interned, like she was interned going around. See, So I don't know. Yeah. So, you know, everyone's always wondering why does she move her hands so much when she's <laughs> doing <screwing> reviews. <laughs> that's that's kind of where you get it that's, so that's kind of the clarification. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So it all that's makes good. sense now. It all makes sense. How are you, how are you doing? <laughs>
2: Oh my god, it's a problem. I can't help it. I feel like in a past life I was like Italian or something. <laughs> I'm literally sitting on my hands now to try and make them not me. <laughs>
1: it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad Man,
0: thing. Let him do that. Just be
2: yourself,
1: be yourself. Oh my god. <laughs> Man, how are you doing, Aura? Right? How you doing?
2: I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm a bit tired, but I feel like I say that every day and there's just yeah. not really anything. It's like a constant state now.
1: So yeah. Back right. to the mid twenties. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: know I mean? yeah, we had you on. Was it episode six? I'm gonna say episode six.
2: God, yeah.
0: And then but, this uh, is episode fifty two. Shit, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, We did yeah. a we did a two part Edna review. This yes.
3: the only
1: episode with two parts. I know. Yeah. But it's never again. Never, never again. again. <laughs> but it was, yeah, we, we did all we had to do, and it. it was early days, is it? Early days. But um, but yeah, no. Um, also we brought. Uh, all right, back. We're not going to be talking drill or anyone. Uh, yeah, that, that tape was just shit. We can just say that, you know. <laughs> we're not we're okay. Not and I,
2: know I was thinking about that the other day when, um, I think I was thinking about coming back on like when you messaged me to come back on this, mm. and I was like, I have not listened to Edna since not that I was gonna say that we, <laughs> that we recorded it, but maybe like that month. Like, yeah. I haven't listened to it again, same, like at slowly. all, and I haven't had an, any urge to, mm. like at all.
0: And yeah, I didn't like, really have many problems with it. Mm, I didn't have yeah. too many problems with it. I enjoyed it, but I just.
2: Yeah, yeah. exactly. So exactly. that Like, I just yeah. don't really need to like revisit
1: that that time in my life. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was the fans or it was just a mad Coco kind of starting out. I, I looking back now when it like given all the albums that came out in 2020, I have no idea how Edna made it into my top 10 to be honest. That would never happen again, boys. Like just just to clarify, but um, like, hindsight hindsight it, is yeah. a beautiful
2: thing. It helps no, a lot. But I you know what <laughs> is
1: before this episode, I hadn't gone back to Edna until um, we reviewed it, right? But the only reason I went back is just to make sure I wasn't insane. And this latest yeah. tape is actually just much worse. Do you know what I mean, because you know, when sometimes you hear something mm. sounds quite similar, I was like, no, there's, there's no way this is just shit. And no, I actually confirmed it. It's, it's just pretty shit. Like, it's one of the few, um, I think it's one of the few UK major releases that hasn't broken top 10. I think it debuted at 26 or something crazy. Oh, like wow.
3: That. Yeah.
1: So I was okay, yeah. Yeah, I was okay, yeah. like, well. yeah, okay, I'm not crazy. So, yeah. All right, yeah. So
0: let's not cover that. Let's leave that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously we're here today to talk about Neo's third studio album. So we'll give a little bit of kind of context to to Neo. So obviously born Neo Jessica Joshua, kind of lived between East London and Nottingham, um, and obviously kind of started out, went to Guildhall, studied music there. Um, she kind of worked as a, as a backing singer for a few different artists, I think for Quabs at one point. Um, and then was in a, an a cappella group for I think it was something like six, six years, something like that. Um, and then stopped that around 2014, um, then kind of started making her solo music. And obviously the de- debut project uh, for we know came out in 2016. Um, the 2015 single, Topsy so gonna have to remind me the name. Oh, you're doing uh,
1: good keep going the oh, first thing good. that came out in
0: 2015 that was about her her mum oh i'm gonna uh, be you testing do, everyone like. here
2: you have so much information in your head it's crazy i'm literally uh, about to bring it up right now like
0: 2015 we to give out to it uh Wait, she had an
1: ep in 2015 as well just yeah, for did. context yeah, as well yeah um yes so a lot of those um songs made onto that baby album. Yeah, yeah
0: yeah um so i guess stopping there and kind of looking at like 2015 2016 where did we kind of discover Nao or like what, when did we kind of come to start listening to her? Or are you I
2: remember I went to a wedding and so I, I only just got, I probably only discovered Nao in, yeah, maybe like 2016. I'd say I went to a wedding and you know, usually like first dance songs, you kind of like, when you hear them, you're kind of like, yeah, cool. Whatever. Like, yeah. Classic, whatever. Like mm. you kind of, and also they are usually like, they have their moment, you know. Like there was a point where like everyone's first dance song was like "Perfect" by Ed Sheeran or whatever. Like they have like a t- you know like, kind of thing, and it's kind of like yeah, whatever, like love song. So you're kind of just expecting like the norm. And I remember I went to this wedding, and their first dance song I had to shazam it, didn't know it at all. Their first dance song was "Adore You," which is off the um. And I was literally like, oh my god, this is perfect. Like you know when you you know in like movies when people do their first dance, and you're like oh, my God, like, this is amazing. That's what it felt like. And usually I never feel like that because this song's like flipping Perfect by Ed Sheeran. <laughs> but this one, it was a doy. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is this is great. What song is this? Oh, my God, shazam did. it. And um, I think the album was already, yeah, the album was already out. So obviously loved that song. I was like, I'm going to go listen to the entire album and then loved the album. And I was like, oh, my God, she's amazing. I can't believe her voice is like that. I just remember thinking that. They're like, I can't believe that's her voice. And she sings like that consistently.
1: Mm-hmm. Crazy. Nah, I think I think I'm quite similar like um so I think when did I come around nail I think it was early 2016 so this was before the album even dropped I know the album dropped like mid 2016 and I had a friend who this is when I was in union I had a friend who was like oh I'm going to the nail concert like I think it was like a night out it's Like, why are you not coming to the night out so oh, I'm going to the nail concert so fair enough <laughs> enjoy your life in it like I'm always <laughs> one of those hipster people who just like go into that like, intimate concerts but um was I mean, that a, was that a rough trade in
0: Nottingham?
1: No, it was at Oceano. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, so then it came it came towards the end of the year, and I was like, oh, you know what? Let me let me check this girl out. And I was like, Oof. and then I was like, damn, I was I was quite blown away because it was like the whole electronic thing, but then like the RB side, and then a bit of a pop yeah. as well. So I think the song that really sold me was um in the morning, and I still think that's one of the best songs she's ever written. Like that song is just about <laughs> weight. and I think her songwriting it made me kind of explore the UK scene a bit more from that. So I think 2016 for me. What about you? Mm,
0: yeah. No, it's 2016 as well. I think the first song I heard was Bad Blood. Okay. So yeah. this is obviously once the album oh. had come out. Um and again, like just the tone of her voice is probably what captures most people first first time around. Mm. Um and I remember seeing I don't know if it was that concert or somewhere else she performs in Nottingham. But I remember regretting it so much afterwards. Like once I got more into her in
1: 2017 it was yeah. like Man, if I'd been there, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> legit. No, even the thing on her voice, yeah, it's like. After all, I think there was um, I have a friend who's a dancer, right? I think she did like mm. um, I think she was like a backing dancer for Neo, and she's like, no, her voice is legit like that. I was like, what? I-, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I've never heard a voice like that. I and honestly I, yeah. didn't
2: believe until I went to Park. So very when I discovered it in twenty sixteen, I don't think I a hundred percent believed it until I went to Park Life, and I only went to Park Life. I saw her at Park Life in twenty nineteen. So I know you only kind of <laughs> like yeah, yeah. I believe it because you're my girl and I don't want to doubt you. <laughs> yeah. But I still like you know the science, the scientist in me is kind of like how where are you getting that from? That doesn't make any sense. Mm. So I heard Parklife and obviously Parklife's like not even it's obviously a festival, so it's like mm. minimal tech going on. Like that, that is her voice, right? You know I mean, like they're, mm. they're not doing anything with it. And we heard her and I was literally like, oh my god, I can't believe this is. <laughs> and she was like. Dancing, doing everything like had all this choreography and still sounding like that consistently. Mm. I was like, Yeah, she's amazing.
1: Oh, Absolutely sure. amazing. For sure. Like, and I think that I think that uniqueness is it's kind of like I think not, I think that's why some people aren't fully sold on nail. Cause um, I, d- I don't know if you guys remember, she was on disclosure second. Yeah. Um yeah, Carrier, and people were like, Who the hell is this chipmunk? And it's yeah. like, come on, like <laughs> you know I mean, but yeah. I fully get it if you don't know, like if, yeah. if you don't have that context, it's like why have they edited her voice to be like that, mean, mm-hmm. When you, you know what I mean? It's, so, it's such a weird thing to kind of get used to, but when you realise, oh shit, like that's her, it, it makes it even more impressive when she hits those like lower registers. It's like raw, wow, like, you know, you've got naturally high voice so you can sing quite high. Yeah. Make, you, can, you know, you really bring it all the way down. So yeah, no, for sure. Same, same her yeah. tunes.
0: And then obviously kind of, who gets 2018, right? Drops Saturn, which is like more of a shift towards kind of like the pop army. Stuff she mm-hmm. kind of leaves a lot of like the I guess, well, she calls herself wonky funk, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She loves that little phrase. Um, so kind of yeah, goes a little bit more into like the pop RB sounds. Um, and then as you're saying, like you saw in 2019, she was obviously touring a lot and kind of performing a lot, feeling like the tiredness starts to start to get to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's obviously where burnout from this album comes from. Um, and then was like suffering going into 2020 and in the start of the pandemic, like really suffering from like chronic fatigue syndrome. Um, she talks about it in an interview with independent newspaper, um, which is ME. So I don't know if you guys know much about it, but like I've met a few people who, and I know a few people who have had it and like, it completely like takes away, like completely saps you of like all energy. So she was just like really suffering at that point. And then obviously had a child and kind of lockdown hit. So um, yeah I guess a lot of like This album is definitely informed by Yeah her like Tight ty- like her fatigue and Like having a kid
1: um... no, Do you know what it is like obviously first and foremost Like because she said it again yeah. for this year That's why she's not performing this year which is kind of a bummer I did want to see her but I haven't seen mm. her in a couple of years now But um, you know is it is When I hear like syndromes or whatever Right part of my brain It is kind of bad but part of my brain just feels like Oh man because you hear it so much on Twitter Where like A lot of people just bullshit, like, oh, I'm self diagnosed with ADHD. Or, you know, that obviously, that recent meme of girls saying, oh, I was just asleep. So, kind of like, I don't know, (laughs) some part of my brain is just triggered. Like, what the hell was chronic fatigue? I didn't know what it was actually Mm. before this. So, no, yeah, I hope hope she's feeling better.
0: Yeah. So, I think Mm. that, yeah, the interview with Independent was that Mm. that was the first time she actually had said it in an interview or told anyone that wasn't friend or family. Mm. Again, probably because of the perception of it, but like, Mm. Emmy is like debilitating. Like, you yeah you'd have to like take time off work fully and like even walking and exercising it also affects like brain function as well so like thinking and reading watching tv can be really tiring as well um so you can kind of understand why she was like nightmare didn't want to so yeah she's i think she was saying the like record label were really understanding and were like yeah with the next album we get that you won't want to tour so that's fine and obviously we know record labels aren't always that understandable. I
2: was going to yeah. say, she got very yeah. lucky Yeah. Right. whoever manages her, <laughs> her
0: record label. Oh, take label. a break, take a break.
1: Wait, yeah. she's, wait, She's on a small record label, right? She must be like the biggest artist there. Was it Little Tokyo or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, sense. that'll be why. Like <laughs> yeah. <active Yeah>.
2: artist. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> Universal. Yeah, <laughs>
1: exactly. Take a holiday. Oh, You're my God. You're a cash cow, are you? So, you know, that makes that makes pure sense. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, makes oh, that's sense. so good, though. Because I feel like with her... um. Even with her albums, with any sort of project she does, the reason I'm saying that like that must be a nightmare because if she can't even like, I feel like as a creative, to be fair, anyone in general, but if you're like a creative, you need you need to be doing stuff. Do you know what I mean like you need to be doing stuff in order to take in the world, in order to let that inspire you, in order to write music, blah blah blah. So like, if you can't do that, I feel like that must have just been an absolute nightmare for her. And where where when I listen to her projects, I. I feel like you're in her brain sometimes. Do you get what I mean? Like, where mm. even with this new project, like Burnout, when I heard Burnout, I was like, yeah, get it. Like, absolutely get it. <laughs> and then even where she's like, then she'll go on to like a different, like a song, like um, Better Friend or something. And I'm like, actually, you know what? Like, get that as well. Like, I, I feel like I'm actually in her head. So where, where she would be suffering from this thing where she's probably not even in her own head or like, she can't, do you get what I mean? Like she can't fully yeah. function and like fully think. That must be crazy.
1: All right. Yeah, I can't, I, I can't really think, but it's going to... So yeah, it's one of the ones, especially as a like you said, it's a creative, imagine like, mm. yeah, I can't imagine not doing this every week or you know whatever yeah. but I'm not gonna lie if they did call me up like they did with you or to I guess I don't know interview kids at wireless I'll probably say yeah I got a bit of that yeah. Syndrome, mate. I can't, can't make it but how was that actually? oh god how that was, bit
2: was bit um it? it was an experience it was um it was just so interesting I just remember thinking that like wireless prior to this year, and obviously, the year before was did, like, didn't happen. I think I've been to wireless like six, seven times. Like, I have been loads of times. I remember the first time I went, I was only like 15, but I'd gone with my older cousin. And that was the year that it was um, Justin Timberlake and Jay Z. So, like, mm. big sponsorship years when Parkleys yeah. used to sponsor it, like yeah. that, time, that time. So, like, super big, blah, blah, blah. And obviously, it like, started getting like watered down a little bit. Sponsorship money weren't coming in as big as it was, but it was still like quite big, right? Like, they still used to get like big artists, stuff like that. And you kind of, I so feel like with wireless, you you know what you're going there for. You're not going to get like, you know, when you go to Park Life, you go from like Skepta to Kei to, to like George Ezra, you go all over the place. Whereas like wireless, you're not, you're not getting that, but that's fine. You know what you signed up for. Mm-hmm. Whereas now I'm just like, yeah, this is just not for me. Like at all, which is fine. Cause it is for, it's for the people that it's for, right? Yeah. So when we were interviewing people, they were loving it. I saw my friend's nephew, which tells you everything you need to know to be fair. I saw my friend's nephew there.
3: who's <laughs> 15
2: yeah. or 16, I think he's 16 now. And he was with his friends. And um, he's from, he lives in Kent, like real, like Kent Kent. Mm-hmm. And um, but obviously, like that doesn't stop you from loving like mm. Central C and Eddie One <laughs> and all of these kind of people. Um, so I saw him, I saw him and I was like, Oh Jaden, like you're having fun. And he was like, Yeah, man, it's lit. And I was like, Yeah, of course it is, because you're 16. Of course it's lit. Like, but like I didn't begrudge him that. Do you know what I mean? Like, there was no yeah. part of me that was like, Oh, I can't believe you're having fun at this. If anything, it was just funny, like it was just <laughs> fair, like,
1: fair like, enough, definitely fair an enough.
2: experience. Yeah. Like, it's
1: like gone full circle. <laughs> absolutely
2: yeah absolutely
1: yeah. but, absolutely. Um, but um, to tie back into now of course um obviously yeah quick thoughts kind of get into the album what were your thoughts on uh saturn like is it an album that like, you go back to frequently or you kind of leave it well, there or
2: no definitely go back to neo is one of like i have there's artists in my head that are like singles artists and i can enjoy their singles as they come out but not necessarily listen to their projects whereas neo is mm. a project artist for me so like i can just be like I don't know working from home or something and I'll be like oh, actually let me, I, maybe I just want to listen to Neo," and I'll just tell Alexa to like play Neo. like do you know what I mean and like just listen to like a full album start to finish and not even which is why with project artists that's why I'm so crap with the names of the tracks because it's literally like I don't know I just let it blend into one like I know the ones I properly love but generally speaking I just love the projects um Saturn I loved I absolutely loved I remember really loving still loving to be fair um Drive and disconnect. I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" <laughs> Love driving to connect, and the one with Quabs, which I think is called Saturn. Yeah,
1: Saturn. Yeah, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well,
2: yeah, The one with Quabs and um, Orbit into Orbit. Yes.
1: Orbit, orbit, just orbit, Yeah, Orbit, it's Holds, orbit
2: is literally man. like you know when things are described as like ethereal. Yeah,
1: yeah that's, in that's her orbit, head. Yeah. 100%. yeah. In her head.
2: Literally, yeah. that like doesn't even feel real. Like you're just like, "Oh my god." Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good. But yeah, no, definitely, definitely go back to Saturn. Even I go back to like for all we know as well. Like
1: yeah.
2: it's just albums that you can just put on and just be like, Yeah, this is a vibe. I think yeah,
1: no, good. for sure. I think one, one thing is really good about Nail, she doesn't make the same album twice for the most part. Yeah. Like for all we know, and Saturn are completely different albums. Yeah. Um was it and then life was beautiful, it's completely different to these two. So yeah, I think that's what that's a really markable, really good artist where you can't be like, Oh, this is just an upgraded version. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, no, I fully agree with you. Mm. Yeah, no, i def- I'll
0: definitely go out to Saturn as well. Um, but in terms of, like, first impressions of this album, um, I'll start. Uh, I think, like I are saying, obviously every single album has been different. And this one, again, um, if it's just, like, to cliff note it, I think it's so much more personal. It's it comes back to, like, the, I guess, if you like, the classic R&B sound. So it's a lot less... Of the kind of like funky elements Of the early album, a lot less of the pop Elements of Orbit And it's just kind of like pure RB, but mm-hmm. But with like bits of um, yeah. Bits of those Kind of sounds um, Kind of like interspersed throughout the album But like R&B is like central theme of this Which I like um, And I think just so So relatable as well Like you're saying, it's always about so many different types of relationships So many different types of feelings um, And given that it was, you know quote-unquote like a pandemic album I think that helps as well because there are like so many relatable tracks throughout there um so yeah I think yeah it's banging I've listened I think I've listened to it four times today um uh, <laughs> just started. just in prep but it can just go on and on and on I could just put it on repeat
2: no it's so good I agree with what you say about the relatability thing as well mm. like just see like, this is so Random and not really related, but kind of related. But I remember okay. when I was listening to Justin Bieber's album, as you do, mm-hmm. and um, every single the what's the album? justice was that what's called the new
3: yeah the, the new <laughs> yeah. yeah
2: every single song was like written for Haley Bieber, and I was literally like, oh my! I remember getting to like track six and just being like, we get it, Justin, you're in love, you got a wife, like we we actually get it. But it wasn't even like it was almost like um. You know, some albums are like love out, like love song albums, and that's fine. Like all of them are about that, like, dedicate to a particular person. Big Day,
0: yeah. This one, on. was
2: yeah. Like, <laughs> this one was like, it was kind of like Big Day, so it was kind of like um, where you're trying to pretend that the song is not about them, but you just have to give them a shout out in a particular line, and it's literally like, oh my god, like please, it's okay. Whereas this one was like, yeah, friendship, heartache, um, love for your child. Love it. do you know what I mean like it was it was so like so so good and I I get also what you mean about r and being like the central theme because this is the album that I have a few friends um I won't name and shame them but I have a few friends that if they when I talk about music they'll be like oh your music tastes weird I don't think my music tastes weird. I think my music tastes impeccable actually but they think it's weird and they're very like they will only listen to R B, they will only listen to this and that like they won't branch out and if I told them to listen to For All we know, for example, they'd be like, nah, not with all this synthesizing (laughs) funk shit, like not getting it. They'd be like, no. But then life was beautiful. I reckon if I told them to listen to that, they'd be like, Yeah, cool. This is sweet. Do you get what I mean? Like it was, it's Mm. just yeah, I think for those for those people that want like just RB, listen to that nice R and B, like smooth R and B. This is definitely more that album compared to her other ones.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I fully, I agree. fully agree on like every aspect. Like, it feels like she's been making a shot. It's quite interesting to be fair because I always feel like Nails, I think one thing that was so interesting about Saturn, it felt like, okay, you're really sick at doing both because first it's like, okay, you're just that electronic babe and then she's, you know, teaming up with like Slack, Black, who you want to call them, and Sir and all these people It's like, oh shit, like you're good on the traditional army yeah. as well. So it's kind of interesting that, she didn't even give many, I don't think any throwback sounds on this one. It's like, it's full like, okay, yeah, I'm establishing mm. myself as an R&B artist, which uh, I'm not saying she shouldn't do, it's up to her, but it's just quite surprising that she have gone in that direction. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? Maybe it's just a business decision of sorts. I'm not, I'm not too sure. But yeah, I mean, general thoughts, um, it's been a tough year for R&B, to be fair, in, in general. So I feel like when, when Nail drops, you're like, oh, I think oh, I think fuck for that, mate. Yeah. Like, at least you've got something, do you know what I mean? No, it's, I mean, it's definitely solid. I think it's, yeah, it's just kind of, show it's, it's kind of, how, how do I word it? I mean, Nail's a consistent artist, and I thought there's this just more of a proof of that, do you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of good songs. Uh, there's not really any bad songs, there might be some okay songs, but yeah, across the board it's one of those ones where you listen to it front yeah. to back. Great opener, great closer it is it's very much like typical nail in that, in that sense. That's what I get from it. Yeah, so, agreed. Ooh, I think
2: I'm sen- the I'm sensing you're always good
1: at back. Oh, <laughs> I, was expe- I was expecting
0: more from tops there. What's going on?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, you know what? Uh, you know what the thing with nail, right? I have like, I put nail on a high step. Like, I think everyone knows that. I think nail is fucking amazing, right? But I think one thing, and one thing that again with RB, because people are R&B heads, right? There's no. Uh, being an r head is not a flex. Do you, know why, do you know why, John? Because most R&B people, yeah, they listen to shit R&B. That's the thing. Most of it's the same old stuff. They're tired of their bands. The beat could be made in someone's, like, fucking basement. Like, it's just typical shit. And they just call that, like, being an RB head and listen to, like, 50 versions of the same song. Like, good R&B is hard to find. But one thing I really liked about Nail, her songwriting is really, really good, right? Her songwriting is so good. Like, one of the best yeah, songwriters true. out there. So I think with this album, the songwriting isn't as strong. That I think that's the part that kind of gets, because like, oh, like when I hear songs like Orbit, when I hear songs like In The Morning, when I hear songs mm-hmm. like, um, what's the one on 4 We Know, the perfume or the clothes, I was like, you know what I mean? Like Bad Blood even, it's like, okay, that's my shit. Because I like, I, re- I think that adds to the potency. I think this one is more, I think what Aura is saying is right, like it's more accessible. The sound mm-hmm. is like, yes, okay, like it's banging. I think it's a songwriting for me where it's like, oh, like I've you've had higher peaks than this. Do you know what I mean? I think if that was there, it would have been like pff, undeniable. Do you know what hmm. I mean? So I think that's, that's I think that's what it is.
0: Agreed. Should we should we start there and maybe look at like a couple of songs that songwriting-wise could have been better?
1: Uh okay, cool. I'll kick us off. Normally you make the guest started, but I'm already hearing it. Fuck it. Yeah, um, go on. Let's <laughs> we'll
0: start with that. You know what?
1: Yeah, like I I I, I get the sentiment on better friend, but no just no <laughs> i mean i think i've heard cool. it done better if you hear if you think about like Rina sawayama she had a song bad friend oh um,
2: yeah that's a good song it, yeah
1: it, 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 there, there we go so yeah. like i feel like there's better ways to do it and i think the uh, i don't know i think just the whole premise of the song it felt a bit certain i'm well, not being felt quite a service level where it's like oh i know you're going through shit i'm gonna leave you alone though you know could be in a better friend it's like okay i don't really it felt like she knows there's a topic she wants to attack but she hasn't Gone in the way like Arena Samyama would where it's like, okay, no, let me like be fully honest at how I've been a shit friend. So I mean, I think that's one song. Mm. I think in terms of songwriting, like Nail could definitely do better than this for sure. But the song sounds good though, so I guess mm. it's that. So yeah,
0: yeah. It's a, yeah, it does sound good. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think I kind of agree with you. I I don't think I felt it as much as you. Um, there was one song in particular where I'd written written down a note about. Like not anything special lyrically, and that was nothing's for sure. I love the song, but lyrically, I think there were just mm. a lot of like, of those well trodden cliches. Like it was kind of the hook or chorus where she's like, "Cause nothing's for sure, just go with the flow, like let your spirit run free." And I'm like, "What? Mm. What are you actually trying to tell me here?" It felt, yeah, uh, it felt <laughs> a bit wishy washy. A few of those lines. Um, I he- I hear you. I hear you, but the song's banging though. The song, <laughs> is, the song, is, great, the song is banging. But, Lyrically, it felt a bit, yeah. But I hear no. what you mean, mm. though. There doesn't
2: mm. sometimes, with nailed. we've seen it done where there's no trade off, like the the song yeah. sounds good and it's lyrically good. Fair, I guess that's what happens when you set your own bar too high. Mm. It's so true. If someone else would be like, Yeah, this is a 10 out of 10. Oh, we see you get our oh, Nao,
1: yeah. No, it's true. That's I, the think that. I think that's the thing about. Like the vinyl collective, right? Because we don't really review albums we don't like Like right? we do have quite a high boss so I think when we're talking about things we don't like We're talking about like quite small things like, Do you know what I mean? So it's not like we're saying yeah. It brings it to like a five out of ten but It's like, oh, like You are like an eight, nine out of ten artist mm. so, Do you know what I mean? Give that. It's like people have for Kendrick, right? When Kendrick does an okay verse It's like, oh, this is shit Like yeah, it's that type of true. thing But yeah, no, that's, that's up, why it
0: hurts so much to, uh, <laughs> to talk about the interludes on Simbi's album Mm. So I was like, we love oh. her We absolutely love her But
2: yeah, you some of those interludes
0: weren't yeah,
3: yeah. I, 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 I think interludes
2: yeah. are really hard to get right so oh, like also yeah. not always necessary mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think Perfect. if you're But I guess, I mean I don't know what Because in my head I know we're meant to be talking about but In my head, Little Sims has like Super high quality control Like, oh, that, yeah. mm. you know what I mean? Mm. Like compared to other artists Especially compared mm. to other rappers she has super high quality control some rappers just be putting anything on their albums i don't think she does that ever mm-hmm. um so with the interludes i remember just thinking what's happened with the quality <laughs> control here like, where, where is that gone mm-hmm. that's what i just get because i remember thinking that yeah it's, they're not like shit, but mm-hmm. they're not like they wouldn't pass your quality control check i don't think mm-hmm. so how did they get on
1: yeah no, for sure. Yeah. I mean, speaking of interviews, the, the, the one thing I hate about RB interviews, especially British women, is when they just start talking. Like, when did that become a fucking thing, bro? <laughs> like LMA? Yeah, like <laughs> LMA is just like single handed broken <laughs> RB. Like, what? why do think this is this necessary? This is just not. Oh, nothing.
2: LMAs were so awful. I remember after one listen, I was like, I never delete. Like, if I like the whole album, I'm always like, let me just keep the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That one, I was like, I have to get, I don't ever want to put my music on shuffle <laughs> and hear her talking in my ear, ever. Like, <laughs> That's I-
1: Imagine taking the orcs from your mans be like, hey, babe, don't worry, I'm going gonna- <laughs> to like- <laughs> And if And like, fucking NMA talking. Like, <laughs> awful. Yeah. But um, no, this one, it, it has it, there's only two interviews where they have it. I think at the end of. Glad you're gone, and the, I think the what was the other one, Little Giants. When, yes, like, giants, you know, what I mean, yeah. and, and the thing is, yeah. it's like oh, if you're going to do interviews, if you're going to do skits, add something, do you know what I mean? Mm. Don't be like, and then life was like, we heard that yeah. from the title track, and it, like, we know life is beautiful, it? Like, what, what is the point of all of these? no,
2: whatever. I agree. I'm <laughs> honestly just not a fan. I think your interview just have to be like the most amazing thing, if not just get rid of them, yeah, like, facts. yeah, literally, facts. yeah, literally,
1: no one wants to hear people just talking because yeah. yeah. it was,
0: um, yeah. Sophia. Taka, Thaka. I don't know how to pronounce oh, her yeah. surname, but yeah. So she's um she's like a, a poet, isn't a she?
2: Poet, yeah, spoken word poet. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. It yeah, definitely gave um I mean it wasn't as bad as as the uh...
1: oh you hate I just remember you were talking you fucking hate it man. Fucking awesome a bad comparison fair enough <laughs> no no I'm saying it wasn't that bad okay fair yeah, yeah it wasn't um... it wasn't that bad it wasn't that bad no but bad. um actually yes like we said we operate on a fight club policy usually but or what song would you want to kind of discuss for better or for worse on this album?
2: Oh um I would like to discuss Oh, I'm looking, I'm literally looking at the track <laughs> I would like to discuss antidotes with Adekun Lego.
3: Because
2: mm-hmm. Avrobeats is like one of my favourite genres ever. Mm-hmm. Um and when I, I remember when I first so obviously that was one of the singles that came out like before the album was released mm-hmm. anyway. And I remember see I think she like put it on Instagram that she was like working with him and I was thinking, oh my god, I love Adiculegold so much, like that's so sick. And I remember hearing it for the first time and lo- like, I loved it straight away, but I just remember thinking like my, I remember my instant thought was this sounds a lot more like an Adekunle Gold song than it does a Neo song. Mm-hmm. That was my first, so. like in the first like week of listening, for example, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, this would definitely, like you could slap this on any Adekunle Gold project and it would fit right in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just remember thinking that like, mm, like that, that's not the worst thing ever for to happen. Mm-hmm. But like, sometimes I'm a bit like if it's your song and like, you know, that artist's identity, like that's a bit strange. And it's not yeah. that, you know, so like even, even songs like, um, you know, like Driving Disconnect has that sort of like, not Afro vibe, but you get what I mean? Like, yeah. like no. yeah. so she has dabbled in it. I don't think it's like super mm. far, like disconnected mm. um to her, but I just remember thinking, mm, this is, this is odd. Like, it just sounds like, a, I, I don't know, gold song. But then one, I read an interview on like how she got in the studio with him and stuff like that. And how when he was in London, they got in the studio together and they were just talking about like, cause you know, it's about like their, um both their children, like I think, I think Gold's child and- Oh, ah, I didn't
1: know um, that, that.
2: Yeah, so it's, well, it starts off talking about like love quite, quite generically. And then it sort of like lyrically, it changes into like love for a child, which I think is quite nice. Um, and the video as well Like at the end You can see like Shadows of them Holding their children And stuff like that Which is quite cute So I was like Okay cool Like I get You You know You did You vibed with him It's not that You just mm. Jumped on a song That was basically Written for him Because you know Sometimes yeah. you get that vibe But mm. then Hearing it in the album Now I'm like Actually nah It works Like this is a neo song Like it, it's fine <laughs> Like I get it now I think hearing it like Standalone mm. I just remember thinking I love this song Love this song But it definitely I remember I Even um there was like an Afrobeat playlist on Spotify, but it's not called Afro. It's called like, oh, like Afro tantalize. You know, Spotify playlists have like the worst oh, names ever. It's called yeah, like yeah. Afro tantalize. Yeah. It, it'll be like black Beatles.
1: and beautiful, and it'll be like oh, literally, in there, it like crazy. So, literally, yeah. but it
2: is a really good playlist. And I remember they put it in the playlist. Yeah, and I was like, oh, like yeah, and mm. it definitely just sounded like an their gold song, mm. but. I'm rescinding that now. It does sound like a no within the within the project. It does sound like mm. it fits. I think it works.
0: No, for sure, John. Yeah. yeah, no, I I fully agree. Um, I don't. I am not too familiar with uh with Adekunle anyway. So I think I didn't have that first impression of this doesn't sound like her kind of mm. uh, kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but no, I like it. Like you were saying, it's nice that they, especially when you're like in the studio and they had like this shared experience. Their kids were born like. You know, I think it was even like a few weeks apart. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's. I think I think it makes sense. Like, there's there's clearly a connection there, shared experiences. Um, and it's nice that that like theme of motherhood as well, like follows through in later songs. Um, like the song with like Woman, right, with um oh, the awesome. Havis, where yeah. she literally records it with like clear soul fashion, the baby like literally sitting yeah. on her chest. Um, so. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a fan of the song. I think it I think it works.
1: Yeah, same. I actually didn't because I knew she was kind of like giving us a job, I didn't listen to Antidote before the album came out. Mm. I know it came out way before. Yeah. I, just, yeah, I just I didn't touch it. So when I when it, I heard it in the album, I was like, f- obviously now that I added the contents of the child, I feel bad because when I heard this song, I was like, Oh, like if I was in uni, mate, and this song came on then the like, Like it's one of those songs <laughs> in <isn't> it, like <laughs> <laughs> whispering like, oh, so what, so what did you need go to? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that was, that was be like song's banging mate. Like, I think it just works. Like, it, it literally just works. Like, I think um, even the way he kind of starts off the song as well. And again, like can mm. very yeah. different sound for Nail as well. But I think she, yeah, I think she fits on it very well. I do get it. I think the reason why you say that is because he kind of does most of the song, like the hook and the first verse. Yeah. So that's how you, you kind of hear yeah. that. Whereas I think if Nail started the song, you feel like, oh, she's trying something different, do you know what I mean? But yeah, no,
2: that's true, actually. Could, yeah, yeah.
1: That. Yeah, for sure. But no, um no, I fully I fully agree. Like to say songs just yeah, really, really good song. So I'm just going to ignore the, the baby side of it and just kind of focus on the other on person. <laughs> that song. is a
0: romance song for you.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. No, you know what's funny? Yeah, I was I was at a bacon thing, right? And they played this song and I was like, is this the mood? Like to me, I was like, right, oh, like, do you know what I mean? Like I was like, is this like it was just a bit weird, didn't it? But I was like, fair enough, is not it? Like, oh, keep going. I'm not even joking. But um, the teacher, touched on it, John, the other feature, right? One of my favorite people in music, Leanne La Le obviously was on this album. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I don't know. This was pre-the Banner Collective. Yeah. So my thoughts on this song were not positive, actually. One of the first That's my up. question. That's yeah. my question written <laughs> down here. <laughs>
0: Top eight. Does this song grow on you?
1: <laughs> so the, yeah. But okay, I'm gonna see or like, read that. So I'm gonna answer that first, right? When I first heard it, right? This is when um Liana Habas' album dropped as well, right? So Leanna Habas dropped, Nail's been gone for like almost two years. I'm like this has to be the one. This is the one. Like, this is my yeah. two favorite singers in the country. And it kind of felt, oh, okay. This might be a boomer reference, but whatever. You remember when everyone was waiting for Eminem and Kendrick and Mars jumping a song together? And then they did Love Game. And it was like, oh, it's cool. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? It was kind of like, was like oh, like, it's not bad, but like, oh, there's some shit. I think that's what I thought of DC. I thought, come on, mm-hmm. Lana has got a top tier voice. Nail, she can tap into that little register. It's going to be fire. And then it was like, oh, it's okay. And then I was like, okay, leave it. So I literally thought, this is how bad it was, already. I was like, you know what, this is just a pandemic album. Like It's time to kind of, you know, get the money in whilst you can't go on tour. I could not believe it was on this album. When I saw the track, I was like, oh,
3: shit, it's
1: on this (laughs) album. But again, I think the whole in the context of the album is such a big deal because when you do hear songs in the album, you're like, actually, actually, let me, let me, you know, so to answer your question, John, it has changed. It has changed. Mm-hmm. I do like this song a lot more. You know, There's a little thing that I didn't notice, like um, Leanna having doing the backing vocals whilst Nate was singing. It's like, it actually is a really sweet song. Um, I actually think I like it more so than Little Sims' Woman. I think, before I was thinking, oh, this is way better, but I think in terms of the songs called Women, no, nah, I fuck with this, actually. I fuck with this quite heavy. My completely yeah. really changed. Do you
0: think, just like as a, as a questioner, is, is this... Kind of one of your favorite features on—is it the favorite feature on the album?
1: Already? Oh no! Oh no! Sorry,
2: sorry. Oh, <laughs> um, no, it is not my favorite. And feature. if not, who? My favorite feature. Oh, my favorite feature on the album. I'm trying to decide one. I hate doing like being that person where it's like, can you too? And let me just pick one. Uh, my favorite feature on the album is actually. Lucky Day Ooh, Is actually my okay. favorite the Album yes. And it's weird Because it's not because It's not because Good Luck is my favorite Song on the album Which is strange He's just my favorite Feature on the album right. mm. Um The two If I was gonna I was trying to pick Between him and Ade Kunle Gold um, But Yeah Good Luck is not It's not my favorite Song on the album But there's something About Lucky Day's voice I think is literally Like You know when people Say like Oh my god His voice is like Butter Like I think His mm. voice is Literally like that yeah. Um and there's just something about when he comes in, I'm like, yeah, this is great. And they sound really good together, um, which I think that neo, neo's oh my God, you don't agree. I can see it in your face.
0: Yeah, no, keep going, keep going. <laughs>
2: oh, okay. Well, I think that they sound really let, good. Let her cook,
1: together. John. Let her cook. And
2: um, her cook. I think neo does that really, Nao's voice is so um, strange, for want of a better word, yeah. that it, Sometimes I always like, like when I read like track listings, I'm like, oh, well, I'm not sure how his like her voice is gonna sound on top mm-hmm. of this voice or with this voice, or whatever. Because even and you know how you said you were excited for I hadn't heard the Le have a song at all. Mm-hmm. And when I saw their names together, I was like, I'm actually not sure how that's gonna, gonna work to like, work That yes. was that was my first mm-hmm. thought. Mm-hmm. But it's because of Neo's voice, <laughs> it's because <she's laughs> like her voice is straight. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm not sure how she is going to work with this person. Um, but I actually think I don't think she has a Bad song with a male feature, so I think her voice just works with male feet. Because even on um Saturn, mm-hmm. there's quite a few yeah features I think, and um it just works. Yeah, so I, I think she's
1: right, John. I'm gonna add on to that. I think yeah, the best part of the internet, lucky day. Yeah, he fits well on this album, really well. Mm-hmm. I think the whole back and forth on the chorus as well, so so good. So nice. Um, I think I'm pretty sure, obviously, I don't I haven't checked, but I'm pretty sure he does guitar on this as well. So, it's a nice guitarist in the end as well. Yeah, Lucky Day is just, I don't know, you know, what it is the internet just has mad PR because how did Sid end up being? I'm on the shade now, but how did Sid end up being a front runner when Lucky Day was there the whole time, bro? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me, to be honest. But yeah, no, I think, yeah, it tends to be, Yeah, probably, probably one of my favourite features as well. Yeah. That and um, and Lizard, also known as Surfing With Feet. Um, he had, yeah. yeah, I think he had one of the best yeah. songwriting parts on the yeah. album. He had a quote. We'll get to that in a sec.
0: Yeah. I First of all, I fully agree. I absolutely love his voice. Mm-hmm. I think just for me, and listening to back a few times over and over, I just, their voices <laughs> should work together, but whenever they sing, whenever they like try and harmonise, his voice gets drowned out like I can't hear his voice in the harmony oh, all I no. hear is neo and like mm-hmm. their voices are perfect and they should match mm-hmm. but it's almost as if they're like singing at the same pitch or something that I can't hear his voice at all mm-hmm. and I'm like they could have sung at different registers and then we could have heard them harmonize or something but I don't know it's something maybe to go back to and see see if you agree with me there or not But oh um,
2: that's so interesting I, don't I, I didn't, I he, I didn't I hear him on the that... harmonies. I would say that Not the opposite But I'd say like I quite like the bits where They're singing together And I can hear Neo But it's kind of like Lucky Day is Not supporting her But I can't think of a better word Where it's kind of like Do you get what I mean? Like it's kind of like You can hear his lower register And it's kind of like Underneath it And it's not like That's actually what I like But I will listen again Uh, I mean
0: Maybe maybe my ears aren't Aren't as (laughs) I can't can't tune into that I don't know Um, But yeah Vocally he is He is incredible Like Mm. Yeah, fully agree on that. Yeah, he's um, so good. You touched on Serpent with Feet. Um, so let's go there. Um, I think he was one of our spotlight artists, was he? Earlier yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's obviously um on the track postcards. Um I I love Serpent with Feet. I think he's like, he's absolutely brilliant. Um his project at the start of this year is probably one of my favorites. Yeah, probably like maybe just kind of like on the on the outskirts of my top 10 this year but um yeah i think it, it's interesting no kind of has obviously followed his work for a while i think they even have a single together that wasn't on this she's on wait is she on his project
1: yeah she is, she
0: is on his project yeah. um so yeah i i yeah i just think it's really good um like he obviously she was kind of saying in the interview with independent about how you know it's obviously important to like showcase his message which is obviously you know in a r world like uh like gay love especially between like black men isn't as kind of like well respected and is still kind of like taboo in the music industry so mm-hmm. she felt like kind of honored to like be able to include that in her message on this song um which I thought yeah it's pretty cool how how did you guys uh
1: like yeah I think song? I touched on it a little bit like I think in terms of songwriting, it's definitely one of the best highlights. Um, yeah. I was still looking for the quote. It's one part where he says, um, if a man has the keys to my heart, who would object if I gave him the key to my apartment? Whew, that, is a, that is a bar. <laughs> I like, mean, fuck it hell. Go on, listen. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I think the song was, I think the mixing was a bit weird on this song, too, mm. especially near the end. It started off really well. I was like, oh, this is that midpoint. I was like, What's really going on here? There's a lot of sounds. I think there's a pump. They, they, they kept um, repeating this refrain over and over and they kept doing it. I was like, fucking hell, bro. And I was like, I, I mean, that's a part that kind of turns you off a little bit. But then I mean, it ended really well as well. But yeah, it's a good song. But yeah, I think Serpent Feet definitely stole the show on that one, for sure. Yeah, think? I agree. I
2: think lyrically, it's definitely one of the better songs. It's mm-hmm. def- and I feel like um, titles sometimes, titles of songs Sometimes in my head, anyway, I don't know if anyone else's head works like this, but in my head, I feel like sometimes they set you like I hear a t- I hear a song called Postcards, and it's by Nair, and it's featuring Seven Feet. I'm going to expect it to be lyrically good. Yes. So it, good. it it did that for me, and mm-hmm. do you get what I mean. Like sometimes, if a song is called like. I love you or something. I'm not going to expect it to be lyrically good. It already sounds (laughs) a bit like, yeah, whatever. Whereas if you have a title like postcards, I'm going to be thinking, oh, what's this about? I want you to take me on a journey. Do you get what I mean? And Mm -hmm. they definitely do with that song.
0: Yeah, for sure. I agree. It's nice how they like have those, she kind of talks about it as like, right, cyclical relationships. She kind of starts off with the first verse where she's like, you know, sending the postcard and like talking about someone who she's like a romantic interest who she's like no longer with. And then he kind of um takes it back a step almost and it's like just starting this new relationship and it's all kind of cozy, like you're saying in the bar about the apartments and um his whole project like at the start of the year was all about like um finding like contentment in relationships and like being um yeah, like being content and taking pride in like all of the small like moments that aren't often sung about. Um so it's nice to have like those like two. Two parts the relationship talks about. Um, no.
1: Yeah, sure. I liked it. All right, what song are we talking about next? Oh,
2: we should talk about. Oh, we should talk about Messy Love. Is what I'm
1: thinking. Mm. We should. We definitely should. Love. All right, kick us off.
2: I again heard this song. I'm so I'm not like you If a song, if a single comes out, I'm literally like, oh my god, I want to hear it. <laughs> won't wait.
3: Won't
0: wait for the album. Like, it's going to ruin the music experience. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's, you know, it's all in one. <laughs> you
1: know what's funny? No, just, just for Oracle to use, I actually did listen. We spoke about it on the on, um, oh the podcast. no, that's true. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did. It's just sometimes, you know, what it is. I think I saw the title and I saw Addicum Gold. I was like, oh, you know what? I'm not even trying to do that today, and I think I just left it. <laughs> and I just didn't come back to it I think that's probably fair what enough. it was But when I saw Messy Love And I think because I knew The album was coming I was like no nah, I've got to listen to this mate So yeah Just for context it's good Fair to enough
2: you. Fair enough I um, To be fair I didn't actually choose To listen to this song Like specifically I heard it in a playlist um, but You know neo's voice is like As soon as you hear it You're like oh my god This is Neo. Mm-hmm. Um, Went to go and check my phone To see what was played in So I saw that You know when like It uses the album up Before the album's out So I was like Oh this mm-hmm. is a single off the album And I actually it's one of those songs that, like, when I say what I'm going to say about it, then when I have my new opinion of it, I was like, why did I even think that in the first place? But when mm. I first heard it, I didn't love it. Like, I was like, oh, this is just OK. Mm. Like I'm not really sure where it's going. Yet. And I think off, I think before that, I'd only heard Antidote, maybe, okay. I think. Um so then I remember thinking like, all right, Antidote is giving me Attic and Gold and it's not really giving me like Neo. So that's already my conclusion there. And then Messy Love, I've now heard and it's completely different to Antidote. So what's this album going to give me? Also, plus, I don't really love it. Like what's going on? And I just remember thinking like Neo, is Neo going to disappoint me? Because I can't have that. Neo doesn't ever disappoint me. Like what the hell? Yeah. Um. So then, you know, when like you, you don't really want to, I like Neo too much to listen to it again, to hate it even more. So I just didn't listen to it. Again. I
1: was like, <laughs> that that <laughs> um, yeah. I'm not gonna.
0: I'm
2: not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally, just gonna pretend that doesn't exist. Like I'm just not gonna listen to it. Um, and then the album came out, obviously, and it's like track number two or three, like it's really early yeah. in the yeah. And I remember again, like I said, like I didn't when I was listening to the album, I just put it on and was like, let me just listen to it. So I didn't even know it was that early in. And I remember I go, so I've listened to like track one, where was going to track two, and it's obviously it's messy love. I'm listening to it and I'm like, this is amazing. This is so good. Like, what song is this? And I'm going to my phone and it said Messy Love. And I was like, what the hell? Like, I hated this song like two weeks mm. ago. Like, what's going on? But again, I think it's that whole, like, context of the album. Like, it's really, like, the transition from And Then Life Was Beautiful into Messy Love. Like, it's just really nice. Yes. Like, really, yes. really nice. Like, mm. and it just works. I just remember thinking that, like, why did I even think that in the first place that I didn't like it? Because I definitely do like it. I don't know. Maybe it was just off day. But, um. I actually really like it. I think lyrically, it's also one of the stronger ones, definitely. Agreed. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just that like that is also I think that's a good hybrid. Messy Love is a good hybrid between like accessible R and B that I could show mm-hmm. my friends that don't listen to like other stuff. Yeah. But a neo fan can still be like, yeah, this is good neo music. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's a good hybrid.
1: Yeah. No, for sure, for sure. Like again, I. It, it's, it's, it's gonna feel like i'm bullshitting, but i actually agree like i think when i heard it i was like yeah this is yeah it's very archetypical nails like oh, snail sounds like nail feels like nail it's nail right and then because i think one thing about this song right so i kind of I, I will kind of give a benefit of the doubt like it's one of the songs that got leaked so i think she just decided like oh i'm just gonna release it anyways so i think maybe when i think there might have been a part of it that wasn't fully finished because when i hear it on the album it's like it's it didn't hit the same way it hit on this album because those drums, okay. those like low, like mm. the low bass, it just hits way more. But, like, like I don't
0: pluck guitar and
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: like, okay, maybe that's what it was then. Yeah, it might have been the that. version.
1: Yeah, because like when I heard it now, I was like, literally, I was, I was like. This is a banger not all. Oh, this is good but like, this is a banger like i don't yeah. know i don't know why for and then obviously then it made all made sense but right? i kind of looked at the production credits and who is it damal and if you don't know who the Mao is this guy is a fucking legend right he's done leave the door open he did skate he did trey songs disrespectful and he did oh, one wow. of her best songs um could have been so it all kind of makes sense in terms of production i was like yeah it all, it all kind of comes together so yeah shout out to him on, on the production for that yeah banger. yeah
0: i Ooh. think i think probably one of my favorite songs of the album possibly my favorite song of the album. Um, I think similarly when it came out, I definitely enjoyed it. But in the context of the album, again, like you're saying it Mm. works so much more, I think like instrumentally, it is the perfect like accompaniment to, to like what her voice is because like Mm. you're saying with the drums and like the pluck guitar and the kind of like slow string instruments as well. I didn't hear it until the second song, like all the strings in there, but like, the way they just like ebb and flow and the way her voice can so like quickly change register and she can like she has so much control over it as well mm-hmm. it just the song just is perfect i think yeah, um sure. and like i think was it you already said like songwriting wise as well yeah the song it's so is, good. like really up there yeah i loved it i love the bridge as well she's like um which well, you've got to heal gotta do my thing god protect my energy i get on fall out of love and get on um yeah that's
1: a, uh, a good one but, you know, I'm going to take us To the next one Because I feel like This is one of the things We have to touch on Before we uh, end the show Obviously I don't think We're we'll ending anytime soon. But um, the title track Obviously it kind of Starts off with the title track And then Life was Beautiful mm. And I heard, and I saw it I was like No no way that's Because the single came I was like No way that's the album title That's that's a fucking Like you know Mouthful isn't it Like mm. but It is you know The album title So I guess in terms of themes We'll take a kind of A pit stop and of the songs In terms of the themes What do you guys think Are like the narration. What is the overall theme if there is one of the album? Like, what do you think she's trying to get at? Like, I mean, such a long title it feels very deliberate, right? By calling it that. Like, so I guess, yeah. Or do you have any ideas? So, so I should call it that.
2: I don't, I feel like, you know, when people this is from like films and stuff, to be fair. Yeah. So it might be a little bit cliche, but you know, when people refer to like, <laughs> oh, life's so beautiful, life is a beautiful thing, whatever,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and they're not, and I think this is what she's doing, when they're not necessarily referring to like the good. Mm -hmm. Like it's not all Mm -hmm. good Do you get what I mean That doesn't like I don't think In other contexts When you're talking When you're using the word beautiful You mean good right Like if you say someone is beautiful You only mean they're pretty If you see Mm -hmm. whatever Like that's just all you mean Whereas when people say like Life is beautiful I Mm -hmm. reckon Usually in like TV and film and stuff They're talking more about like It's like there's There's beauty in the complexities of life Or there's beauty in the Mm -hmm. Do you get what I mean Like the ups Mm -hmm. and downs Or like the um. What's the word? The uncertainties and all of that sort of stuff. And I think that that is definitely because where some of the songs, some of the stuff they're talking about, it's not, burnout is not beautiful. (laughs) As in the the, the concept of burning Mm. out is literally not a beautiful, messy love. It's messy. It's not beautiful. But I think that's where, yeah. Where if you're talking, you're using the word beautiful, but you're referring to like, you know, the complexities, the idea that you just don't really know. You don't really know how it's going to go, but you're hearing it. It's life like. Take mm. it as it comes. I reckon that's yeah. like a major theme of the
1: album. Oh, well put.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Like what, yeah, exa- like exactly what you're saying is like the first verse kind of sets up the theme of the album where she's saying, um, she'll see like references without referencing the pandemic. She's like, you know, change came like a hurricane 2020 hit us differently. And then she kind of says this, these couple of lines, um, uh, how to float when there's no control, feeling life or nothing at all. Um, smoke it up till it fades away seeing clouds flying airplanes and then she's like and then like in that kind of once you've accepted that uncertainty and once you've accepted the like inability to do anything about your surroundings then you kind of appreciate I guess the smaller things Um, I didn't personally get where she because she talks about this song in the context of putting up boundaries Mm -hmm. and things like that and I didn't
1: did you get that? For you know what? I think genius got it wrong with that one. Cause there's no way they're referring to the title. I right? just looked I at that, genius. Yeah. Cause I was like, I need, I need
0: something else. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I oh. don't know what's going on there, but yeah, yeah. just appreciating the, like mm-hmm. the beauty once you accept, like, cause that's something we've all talked about. Right. I'm sure like with friends, you're like, Oh fuck. Like, I don't know, work might not, not be going well because of the pandemic or like, mm-hmm. I've not been able to do this exercise and not been able to see this friend or like do this activity. And then you kind of, just um you kind of become more self-aware and understand like yourself in the context of the world aren't you like I'm one small thing I can't control any of this but I'm gonna try and enjoy the small things whatever it is whether it's like looking at a plane in the sky or whatever um so yeah I think it's really relatable
1: yeah for sure I think I think what I can't, cause then I, I don't know if I fully, I'll not cracked it, but whatever, cause obviously artists, I really hate that in 2020 as well. Like artists are very kind of secretive about their album meanings. When mm. people never used to be like, they are like, oh yeah, this is what the album means, but whatever, that's by the by. But um, yeah, so I think what I kind of got from the title track, cause okay, so there's three things I thought I kind of tie this whole thing together. So the title track, of course, and the two skits, right? So mm. the first off the title track, it I feel like it surrounds a lot about like questioning who you are after you've lost something. So like, you know, you knew something and then life was beautiful, right? You know, you leave this yeah, relationship yeah. and then mm-hmm. life is beautiful and yeah. stuff like that. So obviously if you go after Glad That You're Gone, obviously she's lost this relationship. And then she's talking about how life is beautiful after that. And then she talks about um what she say, you know, love is the only antidote. And obviously goes to antidote, all that stuff. And then she kind of goes through this whole uh, theme of, maybe you can say a new relationship, like met a new guy an Antidote. She feels burnout. Yeah. She's like, hey, babe, wait. And all that stuff. And then, obviously, it kind of goes to shit again with Good Luck. Um, I and mean, then it kind of closes out with um, Little Giants, where some other person hide, hide the lines and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And then she says, then she goes from saying love is the only antidote when saying, like, um, reimagine your veil as lessons and lift it from your lips. The world can still be as beautiful as you hoped as a kid. Perhaps something to believe in is the greatest antidote there is. So I think it's kind of similar to what is saying, where it's like she kind of shifted her perspective from, oh, love is the antidote to... Just believing in shit Like just believing Things are going to be all, all right Just believing You know there's You know I mean she said something About the weather as well At the end of that one Saying like, you know Like even if it's winter Spring's going to come again So like you know Yeah kind of encompassing The whole thing Don't just feel like The situation you're in now Like the shit situations Make the other ones Better If that makes sense Yeah I think it's kind of What I got from that To be honest I don't know mm. What are you guys thoughts?
0: Yeah No 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 yeah
3: definitely
0: yeah, that, was a, that was a nice nice um what's the words nice understanding of it yeah um where should we go next let's have a little look um let's let's go to to burnout because we mentioned it um Mm -hmm. so i think this one um i think similarly to to kind of where you Okay. So in clear souls, album, right. Like we, you, you know, like the baby's there and you can like hear almost the emotion, like so immediately because she's literally, she's not like, um, kind of taken away from the song. She's singing and the emotions are right there. Cause she's experiencing them there. Cause the baby's there. And mm-hmm. it's all like, there's no disconnect. Right. I feel like I get that a lot more from this album and this song in particular, like I feel the growth and I feel like the softness of her voice so much in this, um, And I think her voice is definitely, if it's possible, has gotten better. And like, it's definitely like a a roundness and like a, yeah, like a softness to her voice that not necessarily shouldn't have before, but it's definitely improved a great amount. Um, and I got that on burnout because I mean, she's literally singing about how, how she kind of didn't really have inspiration for, for music until like the baby came around and she was kind of able to have this like creative, um, kind of like output again um so yeah I really I think this was like the most emotional song for the album for sure
2: yeah I agree you can definitely feel the emotion and I agree with her voice getting better but or maybe just maybe or maybe I feel like sometimes you you learn like you learn what to do with your voice better, if that makes sense. Like, so it's not necessarily Mm. that she has gotten better as a singer or something, and maybe she has, but like, it might be that, yeah, just like, you know, listening to your own stuff again, like writing more, et cetera, et cetera. Like, obviously you mentioned that, like, she'd been doing other stuff prior to her own music, right? So like being a backing singer, Mm. being in a group, like that's completely different to just being by yourself on your ones, like making your own music. I reckon you proper learn to like, you learn about your voice. And that sounds stupid because it's like in it's in you. But like I no, learn, sure. do you do you know what I mean? Yeah, you mm-hmm. learn about your voice a little bit more. So where you're saying that like she sounded softer and like she proper like used that to the advantage of the song because it works with the lyrics, right? Like what she's talking about, it makes sense to sound softer. I feel like that kind of stuff mm. is indicative of the idea that like she has learned more about what she can do with her voice, which is sick. Like it's kind of what you need in yeah. life, isn't it? Right. To like learn more about yourself and then get better at it. Um,
1: which oh, is yeah sick. Philosopher you, or, Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, that's me. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you can mm. definitely hear that on burnout, which is sick.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I think I mean I, I fully get the sentiment. I think the pain or just kind of the exhaustion that I get a lot from this song. Mm, um, you yeah. know, yeah, I appreciate the sentiment. Definitely not one of my favorite songs, but I fully hear it. Um, in terms of her singing, um, I think while that's one thing I can say for sure has gone better since even since saturn because i think when i heard saturn i was like okay her voice is a lot better than four we know and then i heard her play it live at, um where the, was it somerset house or something like that and i was like holy Show shit! You, yeah, yeah. i was like i was actually anyways it was like holy shit it's even better like it's like it's so refined mm-hmm. so yeah i think the whole um thing about her singing but is just yeah and i think she can kind of like again I dictate the pace Like she can slow up um, slow up, slow down, speed up, and it doesn't feel awkward mm. or anything like yeah. that. I just have to add any alterations. So yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. I mean it's, it's just one of those like honest songs. And I think that's one thing that's always good about Nail because Nail is always in her relationship bag, to be honest. Mm. But I think having a song yeah. like, yeah, you know what? I'm just fucking tired, mate. Like it is it's a nice change of pace to be fair. It is. Mm.
0: Mm. yeah. I think that's something that's so good on this. There is so there's so much variation. Um mm. like one other song, Little Giants, which I'm sure both have things to say about, like enjoy (laughs) the way that there's Mm -hmm. this real like staccato, like the first minute and a half, whatever It's like, there's a real staccato way that she sings it. It's like, um, what's that line? Like I've been fighting little fires. You've been fighting, holding Mm -hmm. little giants or fighting little giants or something. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, there's just, yeah, she's, she's able to do it all on here. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. And the song right here is banging. Oh mm. my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So oh my gosh. That's what, that's what I'm saying. This is like, this is the nail I come to know and love. Right. Cause obviously it's this whole kind of idea of like, cause even when I was reading through the lyrics, I was like, okay, so what's this song about? And I like, mm. I know some people don't like that. I like thinking of that. I was like, what are you talking about? And I think she said something about like hiding like secrets and lies. I was like, yeah. that's perfect. Do you know what I mean? Like so just the whole idea is like, that makes, you know, so much sense. Yeah. And she's like, um, you know, hold my, what was it hold my wings? Um, don't let me fly too close, close yeah. to the sun and all that kind of basic I don't know maybe it's a reach but I feel like it makes sense basically kind of being like you know like the whole Icarus thing flying close to the sun yeah. obviously yeah uses wings. I think she's kind of seen that as like a metaphor of like maybe her ideal view of the relationship don't let me feel like this is a lot yeah. better than it is if it's if it's not do you know what I mean I think that's the whole idea and I think the fact you can do that with Neil is just like oh yeah. like that's that's I think that's the reason why yeah. it's like People rate her so highly Of songs like this For sure
0: Is it a reach to connect that If she gets too far She'll burn out I don't know Maybe <laughs> she's Maybe she's 200 <laughs> IQing it there Who knows
1: um, But um, Actually no, Just tapping into Burn a little bit Shout out to Spirit variety He co-produced On that one The guys are making Little news here and there I'm keeping my eyes On that guy that like, Yeah I feel like he's going to be A big deal real soon Like gosh Are you here Just in the shadows Here and there but yeah, Shout out to him On that one It yeah. is
0: Yeah who, do we do we know anything else about the production on this album? I don't. Re- I know it's there are a lot of different producers yeah. around.
1: There's on a this. lot, yeah.
3: Yeah,
1: I, I think I think that's the biggest difference between this and the other two albums because obviously her main producer is Grace. Like Grace yeah. does most of Nails' shit, which I mean. But I think, mean, again, I think to kind of fit that whole R&B aesthetic because Grace doesn't seem like an R&B producer. So I think for her to kind of get that aesthetic, she has to kind of. Get more producers. I don't know all of them. Again, no. uh, he's on a couple of songs, but obviously him, Dimal, skills Rowdy I think there's a yeah. whole other host of it. Yeah, it's quite a bunch of producers on this one.
0: Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, we think... hit
1: one more and then yeah. kind of? Um, actually, no. I'll I'll tap into this one. Uh, one of my favorite songs in this one. And when I heard it first time, I loved it. Um, wait, the yeah, the slow ballads. I think the song yeah. is so fucking good, man. Oh my gosh, it's just yeah. I think. I don't know if you've heard Nail on like minimal production like this, mm. but it just works. It just works. Yeah. yeah,
2: back, but yeah just, Really, really nice.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously I think the, I, I guess the f- topic of the song's a bit in contradiction to messy love where she's kind of talking about like, I mean, messy love basically like, Oh no, if, if there's red flags, I'm gone kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Whereas yeah. here it's like, you know, we can make it work. And it's like, you know I mean, there's a bit a contradiction, but no, like, the whole like premise of the song, I really really enjoy. Yeah, like, that's
2: so real though. As yeah, well, it's, so, it? it's like, so
1: real, isn't it? Like, how
2: many times have like my friends told me that like, no, this has happened, so I'm never going back. La la la.
1: <laughs> and then
2: like two weeks later, I can see you like out with the person. I'm like, all right. The only way to learn this. <laughs> like, the only way. Like, <laughs> like there's so it's so real. So <laughs> yeah. I, there's no part of me that's like that's so contradictory. Stick to what you that what you said in track two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is literally how people operate isn't it so yeah Yeah, fair. <laughs>
0: yeah. no, I'm, I'm a big fan of this um I think vocally as well it's one of her strongest because it's so stripped back literally just like like sim- piano in the background and she's just mm. like going from high register to low register it's, yeah it's beautiful mm. yeah I absolutely love it yeah, yeah, yeah
1: it really sure.
2: I think the placing in the album that way it's like in the middle
1: yeah, somewhere about there, yeah It's nice mm.
2: Like it's literally like Slow down And think about What I'm saying Kind of thing You get that You know what so, I mean Like let's no, sure. you know, I've given you half of the album now Or whatever Like I've given yeah. you A couple of tracks But like Slow down And like Take it in And then, you know We go again After the yeah, song no, sure. Which I like I mm. the, the placing in general Placing? The like Placing on Sequencing the Yeah, yeah, yeah That's the word The sequencing Is really good On yeah. this is really good on this um, project I feel like Because like I said I was just listening to it Without The first time I listened to it I just listened to it blindly right? Like Without looking at the mm-hmm. track And I remember When it got to like Little Giants I remember thinking This album's about to end Like it's going to close <laughs> up I can just <laughs> yeah. feel it Like I just yeah. Like it just made I can just mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it just made sense. And then I heard like Amazing Grace. I was like, yeah, closer. Like I know, I know the album is yeah. going to end. after And I didn't know, do you know what I mean? Like there definitely yeah. it could have been another song. I didn't know, but they, it just felt right.
1: Yeah. And that's the
2: same thing with like weight in the middle. Like it just felt right to have that in the middle. It felt right to have like antidote up at the top where it's like a little bit faster, like the tempo's higher. Do you know what I mean? Like it just, yeah. the, the sequencing felt, it just made sense.
1: Yeah. No, nah, if one thing Nail knows how to do is close this, mate. Nayo is never Nao is one of the best closers, man. And just yeah. amazing Grace. You know that meme of like DW just in the rain just singing. I was like, that, that was <laughs> me. Like, <laughs> I, was just, I was, was just hitting me. I was like, I was on the, I was on the fucking overcrowd. I was like, brother, it's, I'm just there, everyone just okay. So, so like good. like... down, mate. Like just break it down. But yeah, that was such a banger. Shout out to Nail that one, man. But yeah, I'm, I mean, yeah, overall. Actually, yeah, quick question before we wrap up. In terms of, we, I think me and John have been quite vocal in, in terms of 2021 RB. It feels like a lot of the big hitters are missing. Obviously, her didn't do well the her debut album. Um, some people, yeah, I mean, some people, I mean, people love um, Cleo Soul's mother, but not everyone's super sold on it either. And if you kind of think Jazz and Southern, it's an EP, so okay, if that's yeah. the best you got. And so, yeah, kind of like, where do you kind of see this? In the context of 2021 RB, you know, yeah, what do you think of 2021 R&B in general?
2: I think this is a really, like this is high up on the list. Mm. Again, I know like because there's not been much, I'm like, I don't know mm. if it's high up the list by default or whether it's like just high up yeah, the list, right? But, um, I, it's it's so good, so it's not, mm. yeah, it's not that I'm saying that I like, always oh, crap, but there's nothing to compare it to. Um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. It is really, really good. I think, yeah, no, 2021 RB, like you said, it has been a bit like, mm, like hers. I'd to be fair, I'm not the biggest her fan in the world anyway, <laughs> like if I'm going to join be the club, it. mate, join the club um, but I like, like there's songs that I, that she does that I'm like, yeah, this is beautiful And then there's other songs where I'm like, yeah, whatever mm. um, So yeah, I didn't love her album um, Jasmine Sullivan, I'm, I adore her So like mm. anything she comes up with, I was like, oh my God, yes, amazing But like you said, it was an EP, like it was quite mm. short Yeah um, mm. I'm trying to even think what else has come out of this. And then, yeah, there's been a lot of like little, little EP, like, which um. was great, but it was like four songs. So like, <laughs> yeah. it came out around Valentine's Day, right? And it was literally like four mm-hmm. songs. And it was great. Like, it had, that was the one with like Yeba and Ari Lennox. Like, you had like a female feature mm-hmm. on every song or something like that, mm-hmm. um, which was amazing. But Yeba's
0: you... new album, give that a shout out and give that a listen. That that's, is,
2: yeah, yeah, no. So that's true, actually. Yeba's new album. Um, There's one I'm so bad for track listing. There's a song (laughs) on Yeba's album. I want to say it's I'm gonna not guess. I'm gonna just check because I'll embarrass myself otherwise. But it is beautiful. Like I play it in the car, which and it's literally not car music at all, but it Is it
0: October Sky?
2: Oh my god, yes, October Sky. It's amazing. I remember hearing it and just being like, Oh my God, I need to pause. You know, and it's like, I just need to pull yeah. everything because I need to stop. And just, Oh my God. Sienna so, yeah, no, Yebe's album was great. I also think her label did a good job releasing it just after she was on Drake. Mm, timing.
0: timing. Yeah. yeah, yeah
2: I mean, uh, timing of... was real business savvy. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was good for her. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, 2021 R&B has just been a bit like, yeah, it's been all right. There's been some nice singles, um, but in terms of like projects, I don't think it's been the strongest.
1: Uh, for sure. I mean, when people are according to last album, one of the best of 2021, you have got a serious problem, mate. Like you need, you need, to, yeah, you need to. I you haven't need even to, listened. Like, uh, pfft, I mean, I, let me just say, if it didn't go in the but not not my favorite in it. But yeah, I mean, John, where, where, where would you see it in 2021 R&B? Where's it ranked for you? Or 2021 in general?
0: Mm, so, you know? I think R and B, it's definitely got to be up there. I think the names we've mentioned. Um, I'm trying to think who else has dropped. Um, yeah, the
1: Scientist. Yeah. I don't know Yeah There's a lot of Up and yeah. Who have dropped this yeah, year Yeah But in lot. terms of like yeah. The big
0: hitters It's definitely yeah. up there
1: um, Oh yeah for sure Obviously
0: you know Featured on this Serpent with Feet I really liked his album
1: Like mm-hmm.
0: that would definitely Be up there for me In in the genre this year <laughs> No Justine Sky. <guy. laughs>
2: I don't think I've ever Heard her music Ever
1: Oh boy, oh, boy. <laughs> At one
2: point I didn't even know She was a musician I thought she was That's just
1: exactly like... what I said Yeah <laughs> I thought, I thought she was musician. just like you know, like, no, the, I no, don't know no, no. those she's people on, that you just know. Like, she's on her third album. Oh my god! I know. I know. Mm. Fuck my life. Produced by Timberland, fully.
2: Oh wow! Mm.
1: I know she ain't a Leo dog. That's
2: alright. I did not
1: know that. Yeah.
0: But yeah, yeah. No. so it's up there. Definitely mm. R and B wise, it's up there. Mm. Um, in terms of, I know. You, Whenever we talk about albums, I'm like top ten end of the year. Is it going to be there? Is it going to be there? I will have to see. We we'll have to wait and see. Mm, um,
1: for sure, it could be. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think it's a 2020 R&B. It, I think this is definitely this and Mother. Like, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm a big fan. I can't. It's clear soul. I can't hate her. Like, and um, the
0: fact we're talking about have like vocals getting better. Clear soul is like.
1: She's her so, voice has yeah. got actually, so much better. She might be one of the best rookies we have ever seen. No joke. The fact that her debut album came out last year, and this is where she's at now. Oh my gosh. Yeah, definitely oh, she's a
3: prodigy.
1: So good. Yeah, Oof, different. But um, yeah, I think that. Also, that's a tall task. Because even Cleo Soul on a bad day is <laughs> already <sorry>, better <laughs> than on a good day. So I think this and Clear Soul's probably out there for me. And after that, I feel like this is significant. And again, I think that, I think like what Aura is saying. I think. It feels like you're saying it's by default Because it's not like a 10 out of 10 But it may be like a 7 or 8 out of 10 You might feel like oh there's a better album That could come and take that spot But you know this is the year we have in it So what can we do But um, yeah no I think it's a solid project I think yeah I think it's one of those ones where uh, It's consistency from there Like it's really good but is it Is it Saturn I don't know yet That's the that's where I'm kind of thinking So yeah in terms of discography I mean that's another conversation To have like is this Better than her debut, is it better than Saturn? Like, where are you kind of places? Oof. I'm going to put you
0: on the spot, or you can go first.
1: Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. I don't think
2: it's better than Saturn. But that's like right now. You could ask me yeah. if on Saturn, Simon, mm-hmm. I could be like, for actually, change my mind. But right now, I don't think it's better than Saturn. I think Saturn is still her best project for me. Mm-hmm. Um. But I do think it might be better than For All We Know. Okay, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Out of the three, yeah, I reckon it might be that. So Saturn and then Love Was Beautiful, then For All We Know, yeah.
0: Mm. Okay. I feel like we've had we've had this a bit a few times, haven't we, between before Four this came out, right, like yeah, Saturn right. or yeah. For All We Know, we're like, we feel like one holds a bit more of like a nostalgic place in the heart, but we can objectively try and look and be like, no, Saturn yeah. was better.
2: Yeah, for um, all we know um, is, yeah, definitely has
0: that nostalgia. T- yeah. But as a project, yeah, I think Saturn's probably better. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, remains to be seen, but I think for now, Saturn still is on top. Yeah. But I mean, I love this album. I love, like, the things we said at the beginning, like, vocally, it's amazing. Um, it's nice to see the kind of more slow classical R&B stuff. Um, but I think it will still take a few more listens before, before I can decide...
1: You know what's so annoying? Because everything you're saying is right, but when you just said the term better than for all we know, I just got triggered. I don't know what it's <laughs> But like I think I know it's true. I don't know what it is about that album, but I just I fucking love the shout of it. But no, I think yeah, I think Saturn's still Numeric, uno. That was my album of the year in 2018 as well. Like hip hop and RB, like straight off. But um, yeah, no, I think um Saturn and then this, I think this one actually, in terms of front to back, this is probably the best front-to-back album she has in terms of there's not really like a low like there's no like I know people like Gabriel on Saturn I I don't really care for Gabriel there's not like a oh this is a really low point it's just like Mm -hmm. very nice and steady throughout the whole thing so I think that's what it has going for it um yeah I was looking at a track list for all we know and I think we were kind of judging the shit out of skits and before has a shit ton of skits doesn't it so (laughs) fair enough and I'm I'm gonna gonna, gonna be consistent but um yeah I think Saturn is just on another level man Like mm-hmm. Science is different But I think that's a good thing If your worst project is this Or your second Then You are already like An elite artist in my eyes To be fair So that is no shade to her Yeah No shout out to her yeah.
0: Wow well, that, like that kind of Wraps that review up mm-hmm. um, Obviously if you haven't Heard this album yet Give it a, Give it a spin Let us know what you're thinking mm-hmm. You can obviously Give us a message On Twitter At TVC Pod. You can message us On Instagram at Vinyl Collective Pods um, email us finalcollectivepod at gmail.com um, and obviously thanks for having uh, thanks for coming on ore where can where can people find you obviously ore Views where can they where can they find this stuff
2: yeah uh they can find me on instagram and twitter so it's or reviews with an underscore on the end i think the last time i was here i was saying that like i'm waiting for the person oh yeah what's up
1: update on that yeah. <laughs> oh
2: my god they're still there but they haven't tweeted in forever really annoying i really want that i really want that um but anyway so it's or reviews with an underscore in the end and then my website is or reviews.co.uk and that's it hey, have
1: you always had a website
2: I have always had a website, yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'll put so that in the description. Be, fair yeah, no. Before I um, started freelancing for other outlets, I used to just write on my own.
1: website.
2: So it's still there, still so updated it. So reviews. Uk. Okay. Uh, cool. Go check
0: that. You should go check out the. Um, I mes- mentioned the the Avelino interview too. I thought. That oh, was yes, really 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 good.
3: Cool.
2: oh yeah, really good. Oh yeah. You thanks. should
1: check that out. Definitely.
2: Thanks. That was yeah. one of my favourite interviews that I've done actually. He was really, really cool.
1: Yeah, I think quite mm. genuine, lad. To be fair. Yeah,
2: just like um, super easy to talk to. We were just walking mm. and like chatting; it was proper cool.
0: Mm. I'm excited to see because obviously he released the project this year, but I'm excited to see the like the debut studio album.
2: Mm. Yeah,
0: because he, he's talked it up a lot, so I'm I'm excited.
2: He's so oh. talented as well. Mm-hmm. Like he is, he's actually really, really talented. So it's just yeah, it's interesting. I want to see. Yeah. What yeah, he's gonna do
1: too. right. Huh? We got through this one. one more so. thing to do. One <laughs> more
0: thing to do, and that's obviously the now and then playlist. Yeah. Um, oh my god,
2: I've, I've prepared for this. Yeah. You, oh. <laughs> you can
0: go first then. Um. I'm prepared, I'm obviously, prepared. every week, uh, we each pick a throwback song and then a new song. So something's been released in the last kind of two years, and then we put that on our playlist, which you can find on Spotify. So yeah, alright, you're you're up.
1: It says you're ready.
2: Okay, so, I'm, ready. So, so, I'm ready. I am. So my new song is. Got the worst Spanish accent in the world, but it's Una Nota by J Balvin, who Ooh, I
0: gone. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, um, wow. I'm literally <laughs> obsessed with him. I'm like, you know those like you know how people are like obsessed with like K-pop? That's oh, me. Yeah. J Balvin. I'm like a J Balvin mm-hmm. stan, like I actually love him. Um so that's my that's my new song off his new album. And then my throwback, which I did write down and now I can't find, but I'll remember it somehow. My Oh no no I know where it is one second One second (laughs) Um, My throwback Hurry up Is Why have I lost it Oh my throwback is Rocksteady by The Whispers That's Mm -hmm. like my dad's favourite song And I always say that like if I get married and you have to do like father daughter dance, I don't know how people mm. do slow, like slow ballroom type dances. Well, we're with, gonna have to uh, figure it's just out. not my vibe no, with my dad. <laughs> he'd be like, what the hell? So <laughs> I reckon that would be the song. It has to be like a bit vibey, do you know what I mean? So yeah, that oh, yeah. song. Okay,
1: fair. cool. Uh, I don't mind going next. So sure. my Venn song is Busy by New Gen and uh, Ray Black. New <laughs> Gen, were, I don't know what the fuck happened to them. I but spoke I
2: to know. Avelino about them. Yeah, What the fuck happened they, He what, was like lit? There was so much Label shit going
1: on oh, That they
2: just disbanded yeah. Like there was so much Like He was like The music was there Right Like the crew The people mm. were there The music was there and, You know it was like a It was more than just musicians Right like it was an entire Collective of like, yeah. producers and da 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 And this and that So he was like They were all on it And he was like There was just so much Politics and shit From the labels That they were just uh, like You know what I'm Not worth it You're ruining the vibe That's
1: it's a shame Because yeah, yeah That album is Very slept on In terms of the UK Because yeah That's got some it's guess, so good Yeah It's got yeah. some serious bangers. Even the one with AJ Tracy As well Fucking banger as well yeah, Oh my god Yeah So good yeah, And
2: so um, good,
1: Vanilla yeah. Skies By A2 Oh my yeah, god oh. I love that song See They never going to give A2 props That's how you do know nah. that. Good. <laughs> 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 so, so yeah no, Definitely check out The whole gen album but yeah Busy um, Yeah Shout out to Ray Black Also she dropped her album Recently as well Her debut album Go and check it out Go and give the girl Some love Um, And then my Now song Will be Too Good By Arlo Parks, you no, know, who of went off So I had to go and check that out. But yeah, no, yeah, banging album actually. Thank
0: you, so. pick, you. Pick. Yeah, um, cool. My, I'll go with my throwback song. Um, mm. a, a personal choice. This is my. This is actually my favorite song of all time. I um, oh, haven't put it on there yet, uh, oh. and it is uh, "Someday We'll all Be Free" by Donny Hathaway.
2: Um, okay, of course it was Donny Hathaway. Oh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Nice. But I know there are like objectively better albums and better artists, but like mm-hmm. there's something about Donny Hathaway's voice that mm. just He's trumps amazing. Marvin Gaye. Like one me. of my
2: favorite songs ever. Um, yeah. yeah.
0: Anyway, that song it, it gets me teary. Uh, and then my now song is going to be "Crust" by Flying Lotus. Okay. Off the really? new Yasuke Album. Oh, you um, listen to it. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <back laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, you can find all those six picks. I think we must be up to 220 songs on that playlist. We're gonna have to
1: have a new one for 2022. <clears throat> we for are for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
0: we'll have okay. to get there. Um, but yeah, you can obviously find that playlist on Spotify. Sorry, Apple Music, guys. That is not we're not there yet. <laughs> um, but yeah,
1: that's kind of us. Cool. Thanks. Thanks for coming again, Ora. No
2: problem. Um, Thanks for
3: having
1: me. No worries. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace.